BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Hey, it's Mike Garofolo, NFL Network, here in the home office, and you are listening to the Raiders Fan Radio Podcast, taking that lighter journey into the dark side with Murph. Swag Jeff and Michelle. She's got great hair. It's a little pink. It's a little purple. Whatever it is, I'll tell you what, if I could grow it, I would sign up for that color today. So listen to her and the entire crew as they give you all the information on the Raiders on the podcast that benefits the One Nation Foundation. It's a great cause. It's a great pod. Tune in. Turn it up. Here it comes. All that Raiders info and takes coming at you right now. Jackpot, baby. Raiders fan radio. Oakland, L.A., Oakland, Vegas, Raider Nation, wherever, forever. You got your old Uncle Mosh and Raiders fan radio from Murph's Man Cave, taking a lighter journey into the dark side. Sit back, put your feet up, pop a top, and enjoy the ride. Here we go! Love you, and we'll see you in the Hall of Fame. When you have great coaches, then after you have great coaches, you get great players, you have a great organization, and you tell them one thing, just win, baby. Way up the middle, intercepted Philip Piano at the 50, high running down, Houston football, and I think Houston victory. The Raiders have scored on the most famous, unbelievable, absolutely impossible dream of a play. Well, I love this team. I think this team can win. I think this team can win. You are listening live to Raiders Fan Radio. Take it away, guys. Why? Thank you, Brent Musburger. <laughs> That's an abrupt end. It was an abrupt end. I'm not sure what happened there. And and then we have thunder and lightning going on outside yeah. at the whole time there. So I was like, wait a minute, is that us? And nope, it's the heavens opening up out there. Uh, so we appreciate you very, very much, Raider Nation, for checking in with us tonight for what will be 285 episodes now of Raiders Fan Radio. That's uh, a fun milestone. It's a fun mm-hmm. one, 285, man. Yeah. I like right. it. Yeah, it's a good one. It's a good one. That's a lot of shows. It's a lot of shows. That means we're going to get to 300 this year. We'll be at, we'll be at, we'll do an RFR 300 during this next season. That's true. That will be cool. I wonder if it'll come up for the fannies. 
I wonder if we could time the fannies to episode. Well, let's just do that. Let's just do it. We'll do that. So for those we did a what was two hundred. No, we did a separate two hundred. Oh, okay. Yeah. So for those of you that don't know and are new to the show, first off, appreciate you and thank you very much for checking out what we do here at Raiders Fan Radio, where we take a lighter journey into the dark side of this uh, Raider Nation fandom that we all love. Um, And so once a year during the offiest of the off season in (laughs) July, we have what we call our Fanny Awards, which is the Raiders Fan Radio Awards, where we give away awards to listeners sometimes to each other sometimes to raider players or people within the organization and it's an absolute goof and an absolute blast <laughs> and uh so yeah so that's kind of like our our uh, our big off-season show and so maybe we'll time that up with with number 300 this year but anyways appreciate everybody that's joining us in the chat room tonight appreciate wyoming raiders in there uh a vibrator is in there <laughs> Paul Edgerton is in there. Uh, let's see. Wyoming Raider. Dirt E. Lowe is in there. He says, salute, guys. Love the show. Thank you, Dirty Lowe. We appreciate yeah, you, my man. friend. Uh, Matthew Mangus is in there. Uh, the Grumpy Raider fan is in there. Ron the Materator's in there holding it down in case any Chiefs fans decide That's to get right. loose in our chat room. Uh, Chris Wood is in there. She said, this intro, 100. Love Absolutely, I love it. That's the Absolutely. new, the new intro. You know what? We need to get Lamont like a YouTube, <laughs> like a like a like a channel or whatever, so he can comment in this stuff. Yeah, yeah, that'd be well, cool. We, yeah, we need to get I him can't in there. Even get a, he does not have one social media anything. So, oh my gosh, that will be a. I will do my best. <laughs> yeah, you need to. <laughs> uh, no guarantees. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's see. Who else is there? Yoshi is in there. Hooligan Nation is in there. Uh, CPA Joel is in there. And we appreciate all of our good friends. Chef uh, B. Chef B. Super Deuce. B. Al. Atticus B. Rockin'. Chevy Silver Raider. Uh, Kevin. So many good folks. Did you say Kevin? No, I didn't. Kevin the Raider yeah. Nerd is in there. Awesome. Daniel Mangus. I think Matthew I saw in there, too. Yeah, the, uh, both of the Mangus man, boys I'm are in here. I'm telling you, man. Everybody is in there. Hooligan and, oh, Nation. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Hooligan Nation. And, and someone else has already dropped. Uh, donations in there in the super chats. Uh, Jesse Cardenas is in there, and uh, when we when we throw it over to Swag Jeff, uh, we'll, I will leave it to him to shout out these donations coming in. Thank you so very very much, and we've got some really cool prizes that we're going to give away to you guys tonight as those donations uh, continue to come in. So anyways, thank you, uh, those of you that are on the live show at youtube.com slash Raiders Fan Radio. Thank you, all of you that are on the Facebooks. We go live on the Facebooks, too. Um, we can't read your Facebook comments, so if you're over there on the Facebook and you want to join the chat, come on over to youtube.com slash Raiders Fan Radio, yes. or just keep there watching on Facebook, and thank you for your, your patronage and your support of what we do here at Raiders Fan Radio. Uh, you can also find us on any audio podcast service, uh, and that comes to you thanks to our good partners at Fansided and Just Blog Baby, where we are the official Raiders podcast for Just Blog Baby, and so definitely support uh, those websites. Uh, always great Raider stories going on over there. Uh, authors like Keith Ritchie uh, holding it down, man, and and we appreciate them uh, and giving us the platform that, that we have here to bring you uh, the audio version of the podcast. And if you like it, all we do... We ask in return, uh, if, if, you, if you can't support the show monetarily, like so many wonderful folks have already started tonight, uh, we just ask that you, you just like the show, hit the subscribe, rate it, review it, any of that kind of stuff to help us amplify Raiders Fan Radio because that uh, drives advertising uh, to the show. And with all the money that we get, whether it's through those donations or from advertising, we give it all away through our foundation, our nonprofit, which is called the One Nation Foundation, and we support strictly Raiders-related charities. So thank you to all of you. Thank you to all the new folks that are joining us tonight. We love you guys, and uh, we have got a lot of Raiders talk to get to tonight uh, and a lot of goofy stuff to talk about tonight because that's what we do around here. And so I can't do that alone, of course, so I'm going to welcome into the uh, uh, first uh, to the to the fan cave the person that sits to my right. He adorns the Western Annex of the Murphs 
Fan Cave Desk. He is my best friend and yours, and we call him Swag Jeff. It's styling and profiling. What up, Swaggo? So does my son. What, your swag son? Yeah, my, yeah sw- swag son. Yeah, <laughs> my, my little buddy, my little buddy. So, uh, so, so I, uh, and thank you for welcoming me into sure. the show. Uh, fired up to be here. So, yeah, so, so much respect to my son, Oliver. Yeah. So, yeah, so, so, uh, so I, I, I'm assistant coaching his, uh, his little t-ball team. Oh, yeah, so yeah, yeah. He's t-ball. So, so he walks up to the coach and goes, this is my, this is my dad, Swag Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> and he, ta- he tells his teachers at school. My my dad swag Jeff, so yeah, so, oh, so I, awesome. I love that. I love that. So uh, so yeah, so fired up to be here. I was I was in Disney World last week. Yeah, you so were. So I went from the happiest place. On, oh, that was nice. That was a Mary, that was a Mary Kate and Ashley moment. Uh, so so yes, yeah, so I was in the happiest place on earth last week, and now I'm in the most badass place on earth this week. So yeah, I'm here with my best friends right here talking about Raider football. We're fired up to be here. So yes, uh, and and like Murph said, so uh, all the money that we raise goes to the One Nation Foundation, and he told you all about. It. So, uh, so Jason Hunter in the chat, uh, right here at the pre-show, dropped the twenty in there, and then Hooligan, oh, Na- so Hooligan knows, Hooligan Nation also also donated twenty dollars as thank well. Thank you so, so that's, much. Thank so you, that's Hooligan forty Nation. bucks. Uh, forty bucks we uh, we've raised so far tonight, and we're giving something away. All the money that we yeah. raise is going to the One Nation Foundation. So, uh, so we've got a couple things we're giving away tonight, and and the first one that I'm that I'm going to show up here uh, inside our official. Uh, uh, raffle bucket right here is uh, is this right here uh, certificate of authenticity from JSA it is a signed silver Ray Guy oh, Hall of Fame 2014 football yeah. uh, with the you know it's it's got the patch right here it's the this embroidered is, patch on there it's a really really cool football man so Ray Guy right there Hall of Fame 2014 and so that will be the primary donation or uh, giveaway tonight and then the secondary donation we've got a uh, we've got a Super Bowl football it's a consolation prize it's a consolation what the kids pl- call it. prize but you know but if you're a fan of football or if you're a fan of music and you like Maroon Five that's the entire band right there Look so at that. so. It's so yeah, so so if you dig that, if you, I mean, just the football itself is yeah. is worth a lot of money just yeah. on its own. Yeah, and then you know, and then if you like Adam Levine and you know with their lifestyle and what they do and all that stuff, if there's anyone out there, it's getting harder and harder to breathe. But <laughs> you know, but we got this thing. So, yes, you so, did. Yeah, so so get in the mix with that right there. And I see a bunch of people in there talking about the hat. So, oh, yeah. so before we move on, and before I introduce our uh, our third say, member right there, to, yeah, we, yeah, we got to do that. But I want to I, I want to give I want to give respect very quickly. Uh, it's in her contract. With uh, it's in her, it is it is, and you better get your her her button ready. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah thank you. you. Just get that yeah, ready. So, guys, so I want to give much just much quit talking much, shit, Murph, and just get the button ready. Just just oh, press oh, the damn button, nerd. So hey, so I want I want to give respect to the nation. So the nation, you see them all over all over social media and stuff. They make amazing gear brand. It's a gear brand, and they also they make these awesome like uh, photo edits and stuff of rookies, and, and they, them. I think they were one of the first ones that made the uh, the Jimmy Garoppolo pictures that you see oh, all over Twitter okay. and stuff oh, like okay. that of him in a Raider uniform. It's the Nation, man. So they sent me this hat right here. So get yours, man. Follow the Nation on Twitter, Instagram, any of that stuff, man. Hook them up. We'll uh, I'm, I'll tweet out a link and stuff later after the show. Okay. Uh, but yeah, get this thing, man. This is a badass. It's badass. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's yeah. a badass. So speaking yeah. of badasses, right? There we so, go. Yeah. That's what I'm about. Hey, so uh so to my right, my best friend in Murph and yours, the Southern Annex of the Western Annex of the Murph Fan Cave Desk, please welcome Michelle Sweat. Ooh. Thank you guys. Thank Michelle? you. That's such a dainty intro. I just felt like I love I needed it. some, you know. 
physical. <laughs> so da- I'm such a dainty person. Makes yeah. But yeah, guys, we're giving our balls away tonight. So yeah, we are. You, you really <laughs> yeah, yeah, we are. Let's see some of those. I like, and I like the new glasses. Thank you. you got some new ones again, right? I am obsessed currently with yeah. ordering new and different glasses. So it's so, glasses yeah. and tattoos. I feel like glasses you get a new one every yeah, week. Yeah. yeah, I just got my Bates Motel tattoo. Yes, oh, you did. Yeah. Nice. And then. Next Monday, I'm going to get the oh, Dead Silence is one of my favorite Halloween movies. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Billy's okay. the dummy, like the ventriloquist doll. Okay, I'm okay. getting him on the back of my calf. So, oh, nice, I'm very cool, yeah, very so cool. My whole leg's gonna be. When, like, when are we scheduling our uh, oh, Raiders fan radio? We need to do that. I know. We need to get that. We need to get that going. Yeah. So we we decided we were gonna get. Um, yeah, matching ish Raiders tattoos, and yes. so um, so we got we got to come up with a good designer. Yeah. Hey, so uh, real quick here, let me go ahead and do this. Jeff, okay, do it. Now, while we're, oh, yeah, yeah, hand that while, to me. While we're kind of talking about merch, so I gotta I gotta tell you guys a really cool story. Oh yeah. So we've got this new merch guy, and so shout out Ricky O. Uh, yes. Much respect, Ricky O. So Ricky O is a uh, an authorized, licensed distributor of, of of autographed and merchandise, and he's the one that um, so very kindly has has given us. Um, some of, the, of our autographed merch that we're auctioning off for the foundation, including that Ray Guy football. He just gave it to us for free. Just gave it, it to us, It wasn't man. even like on a discount or anything like that. But I want to share a piece with you guys. And I'm going to switch it over to Swag Jeff's camera. This thing is so cool. Um, so this is not going to be auctioned off or given away. No, by this, any is means. But th- this is Murphs. This is mine. <laughs> yeah, this is yeah. going to live here in a fan cave. But Ricky O came across this piece, and he reached out to me and asked me if I wanted to, to get in on buying it. And, and I did. And so for those of you that are looking, you're looking on the audio podcast, you're looking at a, at a really beat up 1970. Did I tell you this yet, yes, Michelle? Yeah. 1973 Riddell uh, RK helmet. And yes. so, uh, or no, excuse me. It's a TAC 29 helmet. Yes. Riddell attack 29 helmet. So from 1973. So you're looking at it there on the screen. It's all, you know, beat up and been worn. It's got a lot of, you know, yes. got a lot Being of wear together by tape. Got a lot of wear and tear on it. <laughs> All right, and then Swag's going to flip it over and show you what's written on the inside of the helmet and where you can see right there, see it's got the yeah. number 12. And then looking <laughs> on the other side, it's got Stabler. That's one of Kenny Stabler's Kenny. practice helmets, man. Isn't that incredible? Absolutely insane that, that this guy came across this piece so cool. um, and, and reached out to us and gave me the opportunity to get in on it. And uh, it's uh, so I, I can't certify it. Uh, it's not an autographed piece, so JSA won't certify it or anything. Um, but I did follow up with Kendra Stabler, uh, and I followed up with um, some other folks that we know that are tied to you know the history of the Raiders. Uh, and we're going to bring it to the Bolitnikoff Foundation this year and uh, and have Fred uh, take a look at it and some of, some of Kenny's other teammates just to verify. I mean, we we're pretty we're ninety percent sure it's a legit yeah. piece, but just to make sure, we're gonna we're gonna. Um, well, and Mark Davis is always the, at that event, right? Uh, absolutely. So, so we can yeah. Fred, you know, hey, call Mark over yeah. here and, right. you know, what do we need to do to get this thing certified? Because, yeah. I mean, if it is legit, which I'm pretty sure it is, I mean, I mean, that's a, I mean, that's a, I mean, literally a priceless Price piece of merchandise. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, that thing could easily sell for fifteen, twenty thousand $20,000. You know what I mean? That, that's, that's unbelievable. And that so is. if, so a couple things. So if it, if we do 
if it does get that kind of price tag, either one, I'll sell it and give the money to the foundation. Right. Or I'll just donate it. To donate a, it to the Raiders? Oh, have yeah. it be on display somewhere or whatever Generously yeah. donated by Raiders. Family Raider with the One yeah. Nation Foundation. Yeah. 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 yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, so this is really, really cool. So much respect uh, to our good buddy, uh, Ricky O, and, and appreciate, yeah, appreciate him being a new partner for us here at Raiders Fan Radio. All right, Swaggo, let's go ahead and hit a contact info, and then we'll come back in there. We'll give some respect. Absolutely. Well, before that, how, oh, about, yeah. we, how about we talk about uh, the episode number, right? Oh, oh shit. Yeah. Look at yeah. me. I got all excited to talk about the Holy helmet. Holy shit, man. Easy, <laughs> well, you, easy, you, big you, boy. I, I, so, I had enough okay, words. Well, then shut up. Well, you, uh, you tell him. You tell <laughs> hey. <laughs> so, so. hey, Jeff, will you, tell, will you go ahead and tell him what you do with the episode number? I certainly will. Hey, Michelle, don't you think it's a good idea for Jeff to tell him about the episode? We should, we should start doing that on the show. The... We should start talking about, yeah, yeah, we, yeah. we'll relate something yeah. significant within Raider Nation back What's to the episode. Great. Michelle, will you tell him about, idea. will you tell Jeff to go ahead and do that? Hey, Jeff, would you go ahead and do the, the number for the episode? Yeah, shit, I'm sorry. I, I was getting, I, yeah, I, I, got, Thank you, Michelle. I got sidetracked because of Josh's <laughs> or Murph's helmet right there. So, uh, so hey, so yeah, so each and every no week. pause. Yeah, hey. So, uh, so each and every week I take a significant moment within Raider Nation, relate it back to the the episode number and it is 285 this week that's right we are 15 away from 300 hey. and uh this week we're gonna be highlighting uh back in 2007 so 2007 we're gonna be highlighting justin fargus Hey, nice. Yeah. I met him at the airport one time. You did. Oh. You I, did. I, and I, that's I met step. him on an airplane. Oh, and then it. we got a, we oh. did a little <laughs> selfie walking off the airplane. And uh, I'm really excited. And yeah. Justin is not. Ah. And he's not. Well, that was the stat. That was he, the stat. Maybe he was oh, happy you, that you saw That was 285 no. days ago <laughs> yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so Fargus had to jump in as a replacement running back and was relied on heavily in 2007. So in consecutive games versus division rivals Denver and Kansas City, he rushed for over 100 yards in both of those games, both of which the Raiders won. In that two-game stretch, Justin Fargus rushed for a total of 285 hey, yards. Oh, nice. Well, yeah. Justin. Absolutely. You know, uh, Raider Dank Vader in there says uh, he, he loves the heart Fargus had on the field. I oh. swear to this day, uh, and you remember watching him, Michelle, to this day, so I remember it was we had Darren McFadden, Justin Fargus, and Michael Bush all in the same backfield. So, okay. I mean, a lot of carries to go around between oh, sure. three really mm. good running backs. But Justin Fargus, I swear, of any running back, he hit and attacked the line of scrimmage like almost like nobody else I've ever seen. Now, granted, he wasn't big on yards after that contact, but bam, he would just go. I mean, he would hit the line of scrimmage relentless, like with the, with the power of like a much bigger yeah. running back. Justin yeah. Fergus was good, man. He was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And those guys like... And I miss Michael Bush, man. Like that, that was that was, was pretty good. legit. That was man. pretty legit, yeah. man. Yeah. And in Madden, forget about it. With all, <laughs> oh, all three dude, of those guys, right? man. Yeah. I got a picture one time when uh they uh the Raiders were playing in, in Tennessee and uh Tristan and I went down, that's my son. Uh shout out CBs. Um, we walk walked down for warm-ups and we're right at the at the you know front row for warm-ups. And I got this really cool picture of all three of them with their backs to me, and it just says oh, Bush, McFadden, oh, Fargus. That's it's neat. really, really cool. That yes. was a good that was a good running back room. It's a yeah, good running back. Really back good yeah. running yeah, back room. Yeah, yeah, man. One of the best we ever had. Now the teams and Fargus, yeah. Far, he wore he wore 25, right? 25. That's yeah. what I thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So those teams weren't our best teams by any means. Yeah. But those running backs, that was yeah, that was that great. That was legit. That was legit. And then we had Namdi and like Tyrone Branch and we had some good oh, seven. Who yeah. else? So who else was on that offense then? So 2007. Well, that wasn't that wasn't like Randy Moss days, was it? 
Or close to it, probably. No, I'm trying to think now. No, that was like Johnny Lee Higgins and I guess you're and right. Ch- uh, Chaz Chileans and so Darius o- Hayward Bay and like all so that. Oh kind of seven. Stuff. So that was that was the uh, that was Jamarcus days, right? Uh, no, Jamarcus was 06, right? Yeah, I can't remember. I can't piece all together because there's so many quarterbacks in there. You had Andrew Walter saying, yeah, in there. Yeah. We had Sopo in there. We had Aaron Brooks in there. That's true. Um, I don't remember them. I mean, I don't know. Maybe shame on me. I don't know if you'd remember Raider Nation, but the sequence of quarterbacks was fast and furious back yeah, then. Yeah, it was. Dante Culpepper was, <laughs> was in there. Yeah. Like, we had a whole bunch of guys, one after the other, man. We name them, but we don't want to look like the smartest people. Like, I mean, that, we're going to leave that up to the chat. Yeah, we're going to leave it up to the chat. Leave that up to the chat yeah, open. absolutely. Absolutely. Can't do it all, guys. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> hey, Raider Nation! That was good. Hold up a mosh here <laughs> with an updated contact info. So sit up, zip up, shut, shut up, and pay attention. You can call us at 909 345 3346, or as Murph would say, 909 345 3346. How about emailing me? You want to email me? Email me at show at RaidersFanRadio.com. Or what about reaching out to us on some of that social media stuff Swaggy likes? Try Facebook at Raiders Fan Radio Podcast. The Twit at Twitter at Raiders Fan Radio. Insta something. Instagram at Raiders Fan Radio. The Tiki Tiki Docky Doc. <laughs> TikTok at Raiders Fan Radio. Or what about the Twitch? Some of you yeah, that's your Twitch. Anyway, Twitch at Raiders Fan Radio. Paul or loves that line, like the Tiki Tiki Docky Docky. America, go to the YouTube. YouTube.com slash That's what they call brunch in England. Oh my God! If that wasn't enough, what you say? That's what they, they, so they call clocks in England. Is that what it is? Yeah, the Tiki Tiki Talkie Talk. Fan Radio. And now I will start Holy doing crap, that. Crap! Yeah. That was a lot. <laughs> yeah, it was. Oh yeah, Josh McCown. Daniel Mega says, "Yep, there's oh, another there one." There you go. Yeah. Good. Good. Oh, nicely done. Yeah, yeah, nicely done. That was good. That was good. That was good. Hey, so if you joined us late, uh, yeah, there's, tell about uh, it. Yeah, so, so we're giving, we're auctioning off, we're raffling this thing off tonight. So it is a signed silver Ray Guy football Hall of Fame 2014, or, uh, 2014 inscribed football JSA certified. Get you some. So every $10 donation tonight. Get you one poker chip into the running to win this thing. And if you don't win that, you can also win a Maroon 5 signed football. So, there you uh, go. Yeah, yeah. So, it's a heck so of a consolation It's a heck prize. of a so consolation really prize. And hell, we may even give a shirt away if we give enough st- or if we get enough money raised tonight. So I've got a so, whole big box of shirts in there, man, with no homes. So we no. probably should start sending some of those out. We yeah. should. We should. And I just sent out so from our winners from last time. So the fulfillment department around here at Raiders Fan Radio just pretty much sucks. <laughs> you might get your thing yeah, the next it's day. because it's you. Because it's me. So you might get it the next day or you might get it in a few weeks. But, but anyway. you will get it. But you or if you, will or if you get visit it. us in Middle Tennessee, you'll get you it. Whatever. We'll hand it to you. You can come in. You can sit over there next to Michelle That's on the right. other desk. Right. The, the, the guest desk. There you go. Right. Guest desk. Wow. Say that six times fast after White Claw. All right. Anyways. Uh, 
<laughs> I feel like that might not end well. That <laughs> nah, might not end that. well. That's like she slit the sheets. Well. The sheets she slit yeah. upon the sleeted sheets. Yeah. She sit. <laughs> oh, that dude. Wow, you did that. Was that good. was pretty yeah, good, well, dude. Got that that one, was yeah, really that good. One. Okay, all right. all right, good deal. <laughs> so, uh, all right. So before we get to, to there, we go. Thank you, Jeff. Wider journey into the dark side. That's all right. Us. So, uh, what are we going to talk about the Raiders? <laughs> Give oh, us... you missed it. Sorry. Oh, it's, uh, oh, damn it. Oh, yeah, sorry, dang. we talked about the Raiders. Catch us on 286. <laughs> <laughs> 285A. Yeah. We, uh, we will talk about the Raiders, but we'd like to talk about a lot of other stuff, too, at the top of the show before well, yeah. we get to the Raiders. And one of those things we like to do is respect. But before you can get to respect, mm, yes. sometimes before you get into the light, you got to go through the darkness. And, and you know it. what? There's a lot of, like... It's a word. Right? There's a lot of people yeah. on the Twitter... They oh. like to do dark and negative things and say things, and sometimes we call you what you are. If you're yep. going to act like it, we're going to call you it, and that's pendejo. 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 <laughs> that one drops. That's my favorite. So that one's a good one. All right. So here we go. Here on the Twitters. No, oh, no. Yeah. So I. We I, could uh, make a whole show about this. We segment. really could. We, yeah. we really could. And that's why we don't do it a lot. Because, look, we don't like to be negative around here yeah. and call people out. But every once in a while, somebody does something and says something. And, you know, we're going to we're going to call you out. So. Um, yeah, we're on Twitter a lot for those of you that, that, that aren't familiar. So you can, you can find our show as at Raiders fan radio. Uh, but Michelle is on there. Jeff's on there. I'm on there. And, uh, and we love the Twitters. I really do have kind of a love hate like thing twi- with yeah. it. You know what it's I mean? Love, hate. Yeah. And so, and I love 90% of the engagements with folks on, on, on the sure. Twitter. Yeah, yeah. And someone asked me about when we signed Brian Hoyer and we're going to talk about Brian Hoyer here in a minute. Um, but somebody asked me about, uh, about that and, 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 and I get my answer and, and his response was, well, would you rather have chase Garbers? And so I quote tweeted it and I wrote, I'd rather have wins. Mm. Yes. And it doesn't matter to me where the, because the, 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 the question was asked in the spirit of, well, we're just adding up all these former Patriot folks, including Amandola now, mm-hmm. who's our uh, coach. Right. So my, my point was, was that it doesn't matter to me where they come from. I just want wins. I don't care who they add if it adds to w's that's all that that matters so here comes rodney martin uh he is at rt uh well it's, it looks like it's rt abor city which i guess is somewhere i don't know where oh, yeah. abor city is but wherever that's hey, where rodney rodney martin is um <laughs> and rodney martin says you don't <laughs> you don't care not because you're a raiders fan it's because you're a dave ziggler and josh mcdaniels suck up Oh, Ooh, that mm-hmm. may have been the first time you've ever been called that. I've been, ever. I've, first time I've registered a suck up. I've gotten wow. bootlicker. Mm-hmm. I've gotten apologist. Mm-hmm. I've gotten blind loyalist. Sure. I've gotten a lot of things and accused of a lot of things over the years uh, in terms of my Raider fandom. But I'm not a Raiders fan. I'm a Ziggler and McDaniels suck up. You pendejo. You oh, yeah. jackass. Like, I mean, and granted. For I, I, wanting to win? Yeah. I'm. That's I don't I, I really I please yeah you guys go I do I do not understand this whole thing of like like 
like Hoyer was the straw that broke the camel's back this week, right? Oh, yeah, that like, was the line that they were going to draw. Yeah, all yeah, these yeah. other Patriots that yeah. we've signed, everyone gets all mad and stuff like that. But as soon as we you know, sign Brian Hoyer and bring Danny Amendola into the coaching <sighs> staff, that's it. That's too many Patriots. Give me a freaking break, man. Like all these people, I mean, and I, I tweeted a couple days ago, I'm like, man, these people that talk about, you know, <laughs> Patriots West or Ratriots or, you know, all this stuff, they're going to be pissed after this. <laughs> and they were, they were fired up, man. But like at the end of the day, man, let's not forget that Dave Ziegler and Josh McDaniel were just hired to build this team. Yep. They were hired to do a job and their job is to build the Raiders to be successful. And so, yeah, they're going to bring in folks that they trust because they had success doing it somewhere else. That doesn't mean that they're trying to, you know, put a guy with a star on their, you know, hat, whatever on the thing like that. They're just building what they think is successful. And so until proven otherwise, all you have to do is trust that they're doing the right thing. And Danny Amendola, if any of the, and I think it was one of the, one of the uh, Mangus boys that said it in the chat, freaking Renfro is about to have a field day this year because they brought in Danny Amendola, you know, one of the freaking the all three, time one of great slot receivers of all time, you know, whatever, like so good. At least for the Patriots. At least for the Patriots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was the standard, right though? Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, yes, you see a lot of slot receivers, but like, you know, those little short slot receiver guys, man, like that was a Patriot thing that they built. And a lot, and that was the Welker, Amendola, right. and yeah. freaking Hello, Edelman, and Edelman, right, Michelle? Right? Yeah. yeah. It, what? it really honestly trips me out because it's like, if you are starting something, you're going to get the people you trust. Like, you're going to get the people that have thrived in your system or, or, or been able to, like, do something productive. And so you're going to bring in people that, I mean, what are people expecting them to do just bring in some randoms it just doesn't make any sense to not and the the sad reality is we have we just gotta be we have to be patient i mean they literally just came it's gonna be their first like full draft like let see what happens i i mean it may we don't know what's gonna happen but you can't be mad for them to bring in people that they trust is are going to help move things forward yes. Which, and it blows me away that it's like they've people have made up their mind yeah already on how successful this is look man it's just like a draft you can't make up your mind now. you gotta wait two or three years man like yeah. let's get this thing in the rear yeah. view and then because like and that's to the people that say all right i'm a suck up no i'm not i'm just not complaining and rallying right. against yeah. the sky right. because of what's going on today because nobody knows how successful or unsuccessful right. this is going to be. So right. if you're going to be a negative pissy pants mm. out of the gate, yeah. just because you have no effing clue. Like that's the part that drives me insane. It's right. like, look, we can, we, we just talked shit about all the old quarterbacks right. that used to yeah. march through the Raiders organization <laughs> because we know what that is. We know what their story was. So I can talk shit confidently right. about Jamarcus Russell and his fur coats and his, all the other bullshit that he used to do that had nothing to do with football. Like in all the attention that he paid elsewhere that had nothing to do with the goddamn Raiders and his, and his, you know, development and all the things that led to his failure. Right. I can talk mad shit about that because mm -hmm. right. I know it happened. The, yeah. We don't know what's yeah. going to happen yeah. with this. So like, yeah, like, yeah we, I don't get these, it, man. Yes. All these people that talk shit about Jimmy Garoppolo and what all mm -hmm. this was always a mediocre signing, always a lateral move and all that stuff. You don't know. <laughs> you just don't know. We can talk shit about those people because we saw the product you on the field. The we analytics. saw it off the field. Right. We saw yeah. it and it didn't work. You know, I mean, we can say the same thing about the guy that was just our quarterback. You know, say what you will about him. Shit overall did not work. 
So we can talk shit, but we can't talk shit about Jimmy Garoppolo because we don't know. You You're know? literally giving yourself you know? an ulcer up. before you even. Yeah. Hold up. Let him cook. Yeah. Let's see. What Let's see. Yeah. Maybe something nice will happen, right? Yeah. I mean, why not err on the side of what's the best that can happen? Yeah. I mean, yes. we've had a long run of really rough. It's been a long run, but you can't fault the current regime for all of the shit that's piled up and no one ever cleaned up. They just kept piling more crap on it, you know? So like you can't fault them for that. It's not their fault that John Gruden and Mike Mayock collect. And I don't have the numbers here, but look, it ain't pretty. There was a stat that came through the other day. It was drafted players by the Raiders over Mm. the last five years and their collective snaps that they have played versus the other teams in the NFL. The Raiders are dead last here. This Raider nation the Raiders are dead last on players drafted in the last five years and snaps played. When you look at the teams that are the highest, it's like the Eagles, obviously. It's the usual suspects. Right. And they're in like 50, 60, 80,000 snaps by these drafted players. You know what the Raiders were? 10 grand. Oh, yeah. Like, not only are we last, we're last by a mile. <laughs> right. So Josh McDaniels and Dave Ziegler had nothing to do with the draft classes yes. right. of That's the past right. handful of years. And I know that, like, yes, I know Hunter Renfro exists. Yes, I know that Max Crosby exists. Yes, I, I get Josh Jacobs. I get that they have had successes. But the majority of their draft has been failures. There you go. There's another thing. When those drafts were going on, I wasn't being a suck-up or a bootlicker to Mike Mayock, but I was like, mm. all right, well, here's the guys he drafted, so until proven otherwise, we're going to freaking trust that it's going to work out. And it didn't, and it failed miserably. <laughs> so now we can be hypercritical of that shit because right. we know what happened. And then I've got one more thing to throw at you, and then I'm going to throw it to you, okay. Jeff. You brought up the quarterbacks. You brought up the people being critical of the quarterbacks, and I didn't know where I was going to bring this up in the show, but I'm all fired up because Michelle brought Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to bring it up now. <laughs> and I brought white gloss. And I know. It's going to be a disaster. A I'm frothing at the mouth like freaking. And hey, respect like to Graf. Bottom. Graf is in there. What's hey, up? Yeah. what's up, Graf? Appreciate you, my friend. Uh, go check out PlanetRaiders.com and support what him and, and Wasted Talent Dude, ago. yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Show oh, Flash show Michelle right oh, there. Yeah. I always, I never know. Fuck. Just stand <laughs> up. There, there you go. go. There you go. Oh, there you go, Graf. Absolutely. Talk that shit. All right. So, um, All right. Well, here we go. I'm getting ready to we we'll yeah. talk that shit. All right, so how about this? All right, so you talk about the difference between the old guy and the new guy, all right? Oh, yeah. The old guy in second half and overtime games in the five games we led last year by 10 or more points, okay, in which we went one in four, by the way, oh. okay? The quarterback stats in those games. So everybody that screams defense, mm. here's what the quarterback did in overtime in those games, passer rating 56.5 points per drive, 0.085, 0.085. yards per drop back, 3.65, yards per carry, 4.83. Not bad. Okay. Touchdown passes, two. Touchdowns allowed to opposing defenses, two. Okay. Jimmy Garoppolo. In overtime, in his career, he's 11 for 16 for 69% pass completion for 134 yards, uh, one touchdown, a 115 passer rating, and 8.4 yards per attempt. Mm -mm. There you go. That's why things change. Numbers don't lie. Numbers don't lie. Numbers mean a lot when you look at them in context. So that, listen, 
Don't be critical until we see how the damn thing plays out. Absolutely. So, and and folks, want and we talked about the the, the uh, first round picks, all that stuff, and then yeah. well, let's talk about the previous regimes free agent signings and stuff like that. Everyone I've seen everybody go, we had all this free agency money and we just signed all these subpar players and we did all this stuff. No, they signed smart contracts is what they did. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have we've seen all the free agent signings this this offseason and I've loved every single one of them because they were smart, because they were cheap, mm-hmm. because we were able to build depth and do all these things. Oh, yeah, and we still have a draft where we have 10-plus picks. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Where the previous regime, and I'm the biggest Marcus Mariota fan in the history of the planet. <laughs> you know what I mean? But we signed True. him to a stupid-ass contract. We stupid. wasted a lot of freaking money on MMA. Freaking Corey Littleton, Carl Nassib. We signed all these guys that we thought were going to be these big superstars, and they all shit the bed. <laughs> so let hold up, let them cook. They're doing the right things, yeah. man. Like they're not doing. All these people talk about, well, why didn't we go get Jalen Ramsey? Why didn't we go get you know all the the big name guys? Just let them build. I don't know. Maybe because they want to draft Trish, uh, Christian Gonzalez instead. Yeah, maybe Whatever. so. Maybe so. Hold up. Let them cook. Let them do their freaking thing, man. Like, stop worrying about the big grab, the big name guy. You want to spend all these mi- hundreds of millions yeah. of dollars? Yes. <laughs> too many. Absolutely. To I mean, I'm sure there's people that are pissed off that we didn't go, you know, trade away everything to go get Lamar Jackson or Aaron Rodgers or any of these stuff. Like, give me Jimmy G. Let these guys do their thing. Let them build their product. And, I mean, let's build towards the future. It's not a full rebuild. We still got Devontae Adams. We still got Max Crosby. We still got Josh Jacobs. We still got all these pieces. I mean, come on. So, Julian Carell in there. I appreciate you joining us. Julian says, Jimmy G won 30 games because the 49ers gave up zero touchdowns. Look, we say this a lot. Let me throw it to you, Michelle. When we talk about one thing and we're critical of one thing, it doesn't absolve the other thing. Sure. No one on this panel is going to tell you that our defense was great. <laughs> no one on this panel is going to tell you that that the defense could have been better, and if it was, Derek Carr's record would be better or the Raiders' record would have been better. There is no disputing that. This just happens to be the topic of conversation right now, and we're speaking about the idea that this is the reason why the Raiders have made the change. And, just, and also, too, the flip of that, is that when we are critical of the defense, that doesn't mean we absolve the quarterback's portion of this. Mm -hmm. These two things go together, and it's all complementary. Yeah, I'm probably one of the... I'm all the time at the house screaming, what about the freaking defense? Like, defense, especially through free agency, but one, I don't really know what I'm doing. So, obviously, I'm. there's no reason I should be asking those questions. But, so I'm the first one to scream, what about the defense? But to me, it's about, like, a, a balanced, like, bringing in balance and of course we have what 12 picks or something like that like the defense just hang in there like they're going to take care of the defense like everyone saw it you know they it's not like they're like what we need a defense like they know yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. no they're not not hearing you screaming defense they know so right hang in there well and t3 sport that's our that's our buddy t hom in in the chat right there and he He says and he says car couldn't close games in 2022 Mm -hmm. and neither could the defense except maybe the defense could have a couple times you know what I mean? I like I so I, could Carr have Carr could have done it they both multiple times. So offense, let me say but, offense, offense and well, defense. Well, that's where like I mean, right. I, I just said we were one and four in right. those overtime right. games. Right. 
you know, one well, third down conversion or, you know, yeah, an addition, yeah. a score in the red zone or whatever, yeah. then that record looks a lot different. Exactly. Well, I just look at, I look at when Derek got benched, mm-hmm. right? He got mm-hmm. benched after the Pittsburgh game. Right. The defense played an unbelievable game. Yes. An unbelievable game. They closed that game. The door was wide open for the offense to, all they needed to do was kick a damn field goal or mm-hmm. something like that. And the mm-hmm. game was over mm-hmm. and couldn't do it. Right. So, you know, well, and so Dave uh, Maxfield in there says defense blew the Rams game on that last drive. Absolutely. Yeah. They did. Oh, hundred yeah. percent. And when we played the saints, we couldn't get the ball past the 50 yard line. And whose fault is that? Yeah. Right. Come on now. You see what I'm saying? Like there, there are, there but are, our offense couldn't score, right. but 13 points in that game either in that Rams game. Like, I mean, that, it was uh, a very low scoring yeah, game yeah, as well. This, yep. it's, you know, yeah. it's, yeah. it's two ways, man. There's yeah. not one thing. Well, again, one does not absolve the other. And, yes. and listen, you can be critical, frankly, across the board. And then, and you could even, I think you could be critical of the coaches in this. And if there sure. is yes. one thing we could point to is that, look, I don't know the ins and outs of this offense. I don't know the ins and outs of the system. I'm not an analytics guy and I'm not going to, or an analyst guy and I'm not going to pretend to be. Mm-hmm. But I will say this the offense looked different as the season went on, yeah. the way that different players were utilized and being you know, brought into open spaces and things like, so there was a, an adjustment period that happened with McDaniels and his offense from the early part of the season when we saw them get their ass kicked in Tennessee all the way through to when they started having some success uh, later in the season when they won three in a row or whatever it was. So it's not, again, it's not all on Josh. It's not all on Derek. It's not right. all on the defense. It's kind of around the horn. Um, but all three of those things have to be better and criticizing one doesn't make the other one better. All right. Absolutely. All right, let's go ahead and get to some respect here. Uh, now, here at the top of the show. <laughs> here at the top. 45 minutes in. Yeah. Damn right. Was that how far we in already? Swaggy yeah. Jays. Wow. Nation. Felt like minutes. It's time for a little respect. You know, respect ain't bought. It ain't sold. It ain't demanded. It ain't negotiated. It's earned. And without blowing smoke or giving shameless plugs, we want to say salute. And much respect to the following folks. This is what it looks like. <laughs> this is what it looks like. Uh, you, so, know, yeah. uh, you know how uh, David Bowie had two different colored oh, eyes? Yes. What's that What's that? That <laughs> called? Uh, is that a thing? That's a thing, and there's a term for it. When you have two different colored eyes, and that's where we're going to talk about your balls. Yeah. Oh, good. That's yeah. what good. we're going to yeah. Two different color balls. Um, uh, yeah, so hey... <laughs> <laughs> so get in the mix, man. So we are raffling off this thing right here. Uh, signed Ray Guy Silver Football with the Hall of Fame 2014 inscribed football JSA certified. We've got uh, $50 donated so far. So get in the mix, man. Every $10 donation gets you one poker chip into the running to win this bad boy. And 50 bucks right now is all we've got in there. So, so get in the mix, man. If yeah. someone drops a hammer in there, chances well, there are good. There you go. The, yeah, the odds are in your favor for sure, and then uh, and then the person with either the lowest donation of the night or just whoever gets this uh, <laughs> gets this maroon five cycle. 
All right. So, so hey, David Bowie suffered from what's called anosocoria. Okay. Oh. Oh. Uh, namely, that one pupil was larger than the other. Oh. So you have anosocoria of the balls. Oh yeah. Hey, text a lot and tell him how you got does. the Raiders shield on your on your ball. I think what, every guy has that. Are you kidding me? So they weren't different colored eyes. They were different color, different sized pupils. Oh, and my oh, wife just said, they... hey, Swag, your daughter totally just saw you make that ball joke. Oh, nice. <laughs> nice Perfect. Nice, nice. Sweet. Good. All right, here we go. All right. <laughs> Hi, Charlie. Hey, Charlie. She's heard worse. <laughs> yeah, I was going to yeah. say. I mean, come she on. She lives with Swag. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. All right, so let's give some respect. And I'm going to let Swaggo kind of lead this charge because oh, okay. uh, you kind of brought this up. I will, I'll, sure. I'll make one point, and then I want you to take the rest okay. of it home. Um, I want to give respect to Mark Davis. I, Why not? Mark has caught a lot of fire. He's caught a lot of heat and frankly has from day one Mm -hmm. from the old days of he's got no business acumen. And then, oh, by the way, he turned the Raiders into the most valuable franchises that exist. Um, But from the the criticism there, the criticism for moving the team to Vegas, the criticism around, you know, what he's done with the with the front office and the criticism of what he's done with the coaching staff, all that stuff. His hair—that's an easy go-to, low-hanging fruit. There, (laughs) what he drives, where he eats, Mm -hmm. and we've taken pot shots at him around Mm -hmm. PF Changs and stuff. But it's all with (laughs) all out of love for us. Um, But I want to give him some respect because there are a couple of things that Mark did recently um, that he—at least one of them—he spoke out about. And then the other one, I'll let Jeff tell you about. Um, The one that he spoke out about was he caught a lot of fire at the end of the season when the, the the one fan famously is standing in the front row and he's holding a sign that says we deserve better. And that fan is then ultimately asked to, you know, excuse himself from Allegiant stadium, which came out. It was because of the sign policy. It didn't have anything to do with what was written on the sign. It was the fact that the guy standing on there blocking people's view. So that's one of the reason that they asked him to leave. So that said, it was often thrown out there that Mark didn't like what was written on the sign, which was, we deserve better. And asked for that fan to be that he called the shot. Well, Mark came out this week, and I'm paraphrasing on the quote in front of me, but he came out this week and said, I would never do that. I would never kick out a fan because of a sign. I would never do that and disrespect the fans because I'm a fan of the Raiders myself. And that's something that I've always said about Mark is that he is the number one Raider fan that lives on the planet. Mm. We all got Raider ink and we decorate our homes and wear their gear and all that stuff. This man is a direct legacy to the founding, you know, father of the Raiders, which yeah. is Al Davis. And he's his father. Like You can't get a bigger, stauncher supporter of the Las Vegas, Oakland, L.A. Raiders than Mark Davis. And for, so for him to vocalize that and say, I would never do that because I'm a fan myself. I think that that's a little bit of a window into the humility of the guy. And, you know, we've had very brief interactions with Mark just a couple times over the years. Um, and every time he's been really cool, been really friendly and, and yeah. you know, shake a hand, take a picture, talk yep. briefly about the team. Whatever, 100%. You know, so anyway, so much respect to Mark Davis. And what else happened with Mark this week? Jeff? Yeah, well, so uh, so I don't think we've done a show. I think it was right after the show that it was announced. So uh, Foster Moreau, uh, free agent tight end that yeah. we uh, that we drafted in the uh, fourth or fifth round in uh, 2019 here in Nashville. So, uh, so I mean, if you're a fan of the team, you know Foster Moreau, obviously. He, uh, he wanted to go play ball with Derek Carr in New Orleans, and so uh, he went and did his thing, and uh, had his physical and found out that he has uh, lymphoma, so mm-hmm. a form of cancer and stuff like that. So 
thoughts and prayers go to, to Foster Moreau Absolutely. for sure. Uh, we're a big fan of Foster Moreau uh, here in the fan cave for sure. And uh, and so Mark Davis generally said uh, generously said until he signs with a new team, decides what he wants to do, whatever. We're going to sign him to a league vet minimum. Uh, they're going to pay him. They're going to pay him until he can you know sign with a new team, get put on a pup list, anything like that. So much respect to him for that. I mean, uh, you know that that whole uh, term once a Raider, always a yeah. Raider thing. Like uh, like I to see that personified that. and stuff that like one? that. No. Yeah, it's really really That's cool, awesome. man. So Mark Mark Davis doing the right thing, mm-hmm. hooking up Foster and stuff like that. Because I mean, you know, Raider Nation, you know, a fan, a player, any of that. It's all family, man. Right. So yeah. so we're so Mark is taking care of his folks. So so much much respect to him. Man. Absolutely. Definitely. And you know what's cool about that, Michelle, is that not only so obviously it gives them a source of income, yeah. but also it's treatment. It's access yes. to healthcare because yes. he's covered, and that's yeah. it's just such a right thing. Yeah, to do. like big respect. I mean the. Mark Davis is a good dude. Like he's always doing, Such you know, a good like dude. that's and that's a stand up thing to do. I mean, uh, everybody's like, oh, every, anyone would do that, but maybe not. You know, like that's a really stand up thing to do, yeah. and to give him the opportunity to just kind of process. Because can you imagine, like you're going and you're thinking, man, I'm, you know, I'm good. I'm a fo- you know, football player. I'm going just from one team to another, a little physical, and then you find that out. Like, what a mind. You know, yeah, like absolutely. So to give him the opportunity to not have to worry about that kind of stuff, like that's that's a that's. I love we can just yeah. focus on his recovery yes. and healing yeah. up. You know, yeah. Yeah. Well, and Paul in the chat says Al's ghost because I feel like that's <gasps> some stuff that Al would do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, absolutely. I, I mean, absolutely, hundred million yeah. percent. Yeah. That's some stuff that Al would do. Mm-hmm. So much respect to Mark, yeah. man. Anyone? A lot of people talk shit about it. Like we yeah. said, all the different things about yeah. you know just him wearing white turtlenecks and purple shoes and mm-hmm. all that kind yeah. of stuff and eating a pf changs and stuff like that but like i mean he's he's a freaking he's a you know i mean yeah. besides ice cube he's the president of raider yes, nation right. man he's, yeah. he's our ambassador he's our guy so much much respect to him for yeah. sure absolutely mm-hmm. hey this is pete Koch, former los angeles raider yeah back in the old LA, days baby, baby. There you you're go. listening to murph and uncle moss who happens to have the same hair as me <laughs> check it out raiders fan radio Speaking of guys that love Mark Davis, man, Pete's talked nothing but high praise for for Mark Davis. Uh, And that's someone who hasn't just had a brief encounter. That's Mm. someone that spent alumni weekends with him and all that. Um, so hey, here at the, at the top of the show, before we start talking about the Raiders, and I promise you we're going <laughs> to start an hour in, an hour in, and we are going to talk about the Raiders uh, here in just a second. All right, I should start clarifying that it's Raiders news. Yeah, we're always yeah, always we're always Raiders adjacent, That's but absolutely. you know, absolutely. But we're going to talk about the new stuff around the Raiders after we uh, thank our good partners and friends mm-hmm. at Magic Mind. Uh, we appreciate Magic Mind uh, who uh, put out as this little uh, productivity drink. It's not an energy drink. It's not loaded with caffeine. It's not loaded with sugar. So you don't have a big crash afterwards, but if you've got a lock-in, if you've got a project that you're working on, uh, you take a little Magic Mind in the morning uh, with your coffee, and it gives you a nice, steady hum throughout the course of the day. Uh, I love the cordyceps mushrooms in there just because I'm a big fan of The Last of right. Us. Uh, but, but we've uh, really enjoyed the partnership uh, with them and the the, uh, the product itself, and so appreciate the folks at Magic Mind. Yeah, yeah, for me, I mean, as an artist, like, I'm always trying to paint little things and you know if i'm having four cups of coffee that's a little bit of a bummer so you know <laughs> yeah. this is a little something that doesn't make me shaky it doesn't make me like weird or anything yeah. i'm able to just kind of sit i'm working on a lot of things i got three shows coming up like i have a lot going on on the studio table so to have that and to have it be able to just kind of hum me through the day and i'm not all over the place it really makes a difference 
Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, I just I just got back from Disney World, right? Yeah. So so I mean that that's a it's it's the happiest, but one of the most stressful places. Especially with on Earth. wee kids, <laughs> like yeah, you guys. yeah, with we, with True. with little ones and stuff like that. So so yeah, so ha- bringing that with me on the trip was fantastic, and then also being a Raider fan itself, it's it's stressful as hell, man. <laughs> you know, so so and the draft is coming up too. Yeah. So so if you don't have any magic mind that week of the draft, you need to start hammering that stuff, man. <laughs> get, get in the mix with that. I like the ashwagandha mm. because. Because it's it's about the stress relief, man. It's just kind of just kind of bringing you back down, just you know, stabilizing you a little bit, right? Absolutely. So appreciate uh, folks at Magic Mind, and you can get Magic Mind by going to MagicMind.co, not com. It's co. That's MagicMind.co, and use the promo code Raiders. That's R-A-I-D-E-R-S. We will have a link in the show notes. So go check out the good folks at Magic Mind. Use that promo code. You get 20% off a single order or 56% off a subscription. MagicMind.co. This is Trent Sig, and you're listening to Raiders Fan Radio with Murph, Swag Jam, and Uncle Trent. Just win, baby. Too soon. Miss you, Trent. You'll fall start a few times and the next thing you know you're a cowboy. Yeah. Oh. I hope I never fall start then. (laughs) Hi, this is AJ Cole from the Las Vegas Raiders, and you're listening to Murph, Mosh, and Swag Jeff on Raiders Fan Radio. Just win, baby. Man, I've got certain information, (laughs) all right? Certain things have come to light, and, you know... Uh, you know, given the nature of all this new shit, you know, it, it, this could be a, a, a lot more uh, 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 complex. I mean, it's not just, it might not be just such a simple, uh, you know? What in God's holy name are you blathering about? Well, I'll tell you what I'm blathering about. I've got information, man. New shit has come to light. All right, so we've got new shit coming to light. First off, I want to shout out the chat room and Miss Ebony Graves, who dropped a $20 bill in there. Yeah. Appreciate you, Miss Ebony. Yeah, let's go. That gets you in the running for the uh, the Ray Guy autograph football. Absolutely. And, and there's been a ton of donations that have yeah. come in. Has the, for, yeah, absolutely. Ron donated 20 Tyrone Graves donated 10 Big Mike Raider, who is one of our new big supporters. Oh, uh, he's so he cool. donated Good 20 dude. bucks. A Wyo Raider just donated 20 bucks. Oh, Corey Burham, 10 So, yeah. Oh, so get, thank you guys so get much. Get in the mix, man. Thanks. And all the money it obviously is going to the One Nation Foundation, but it's it's a chance to win this bad boy right mm. here. So, uh, so Murph, if you want to turn the camera over oh, to me sorry. there, pal. Yep. Yep. There uh, I, yeah, so I'm holding up this signed Ray Guy silver football with the inscription 2014. Every $10 donation gets you one entry into the running to win this bad boy. And like I said, all the money goes to the One Nation mm-hmm. Foundation. So, and if you don't win that, if you're a big Maroon 5 guy or gal, uh, there it is right there. You have a chance to win that as well. And if we raise enough money tonight, you know, we may give a, a t-shirt away. Yeah, or we'll we'll like probably do a shirt no matter what. Yeah, yeah no, no matter what. what. I got a whole box of them we need to get rid of. So, uh, not get rid there of. There you go. You know what I mean? To give away. We need to start sending them to people that would love to wear <laughs> yeah. our gear. Absolutely. Um, uh, anyway, and, and uh, also one, just one last thing, and then I promise we'll talk about the Raiders. Sure. And then if you do want to get any Raiders Fan Radio gear, uh, go to our Public site, yes. RaidersFanRadio.com slash gear. Hit the link. Go to Public, And anything you buy there, those merch sales, the proceeds go to our foundation, the One Nation. And we, and we got some new stuff in the works. 
Yeah. Oh, okay. We got, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I'm, I'm right. working, with, working with our buddy Jimmy Zbach. Good deal. We appreciate you, Jimmy Z. All right, so let's get into the Raider news. So a uh, story that came out, it's been a hot minute ago. Now, I feel like it's been like a month ago. There was this report that came out where all the players in the NFL were interviewed, and they were they had this like questionnaire where they like gave scores on different facets of the team. So that the team that they played for, respectively. Okay. So there was like a facility score. There was a you know, like a stadium score. There was like a training facility score. There was a, you know, whatever, all these different categories. And I had this whole big thing that I was going to do on this report because the Raiders were criticized because on one chunk of the report, it said that like they scored like nines and tens say on every category, except for coaching staff. And one of the, the knocks was that the players didn't feel like they were heard as much as other teams. And so that was the one criticism of the Raiders. And so I, I had this whole thing prepared because basically it was like, they just took the one little negative thing out of it when like all these wonderful things, you know what I mean? Like happened, but the one negative thing is what the, the focus was. Well, this reporter asked at the, this goes back to the combine, asked Josh McDaniels uh, about this report and asked him about the negative uh, from this. So before we kind of dig in and give you our thoughts on this, let's hear what his answer was when confronted about the, the, the thing from the players. They mentioned, and yours was mentioned, as not using players' times efficiently, and I think it said they felt like you don't listen to them was what it said in the overview. Did you read that, and what was your reaction to, to um, reading that? I, I heard it. Uh, I didn't read the whole thing. I heard it. Um, you know, I'm aware of that. Obviously, those, those things aren't, you know, you don't like to hear those things. Um, you know, and there's, uh, we have captain's meetings every week, and, you know, we'll continue to, to talk to the leaders on our group. Um, you know, and you never know exactly where that's, you know, who said it and how it came across, and sometimes context is important. So I'll look into that and try to do whatever we can do to make, you know, if there's something that we, we don't love, you know, there's always going to be certain things that are, it's a give and take, yeah. you know, in terms of time and, and, and so on. So we've looked at our entire process this off season. We're going to try to make every aspect of it better. Some of which, you know, may mean certain things are uh, uh, done less, um, you know, now that it's our second year going forward, yeah. um, which, you know, may, may be something that would in, impact that, that feeling. What are the certain things? <laughs> All right. So, uh, so I got some, some comments on this. So, okay. Uh, I'm a corporate guy. I work for a big old company. Right. And uh, there are a lot of corporate initiatives that happen in big giant companies. One of those things is feedback from the people that are, you know, of the the, the, the folks that are, you know, that work for the company. Sure. And so my company's done this exact, exact thing and taken that feedback and looked at it. And it's a tool to look at areas of your company to where maybe you could improve. So I know this is a much smaller thing. You're talking about 53 or however many players. Oops. Right. You're talking about however many players are, are, are on a football team. You're not talking about a 65,000 employees. But what I am going to get at, though, is that I think it's important for us to consider the idea that this was a brand new regime that had a brand new message and a brand new way of doing everything from top to bottom. From Sandra Douglas Morgan to Josh McDaniels to Dave Ziegler, there was... All, it was all new across the board. Well, all those leaders of now of this company, which is what the Raiders are, are going to have their way of doing things. They're not going to be as dependent on feedback from the existing roster because probably that existing roster isn't going to be 
what ultimately they're going to build into. They really don't give a shit what Darren Waller thinks. And I don't mean that to be disrespectful to Darren Waller, but if they've got their system and Darren isn't vibing with it, they're going to let Darren go. They're not going to cater or kowtow to those types of players' opinions. When you look at already the players that they've parted ways with, yes, those were probably the those guys. The- that <laughs> have, and so I think you got to consider, just like we always say around here, there are two sides to these things. Yeah. Right? This isn't a. This isn't just like oh, Dave and Josh are dicks, and they're just <laughs> like they don't care about the player. No, they just really didn't care about what certain players might have had to say. Yeah, but I think it's like you. The problem is that people think about what he's already been through in the past, and he's kind of had that problem in the past. That's fair. You know? That's and fair. So I think there is a little bit of where we're thinking, well, I mean, that was one of his problems previously. Could this still be an issue? So, like, I think, yeah, it is subjective, but for him to say, like, you know, context. Well, the context was the question. Like, there, it's not like it was an interview and there were a bunch of random questions happening. It was right, literally, that's good. yeah, yeah. And, and across the board, that was a consensus of sorts. And it could have been the guys they shipped off, but when they came in, when they came in, it felt like we're all gonna do this together and we're gonna friggin' make a run, you know. And it, and so in the beginning, I, I don't know when the question was asked. End of the season, that makes it was after different. the season's over. Yeah. So you know that kind of does change things because probably by the end of the season, you're thinking. Well, I'm probably gone, so I'm just going to say what I want to okay. say, you know? So yeah. I, I don't know. It, but with him having previous issues with this, it makes it a little more interesting of of the answers from them. That's just coming from me. I mean, that's just what I think. No, I think that's a very fair point mm-hmm. that you made. And, and, and you know, look, hey, this, the, we don't all sit around and agree with each other all yeah, the time, yeah. and so it's good yeah. to have a, a, a debate or a discussion around it. So let me ask you this, and I'm curious too, Michelle, because this is a thought that I, that I, that I had, despite the fact that I'm a suck-up for this guy. Um <laughs> Are they? Did they move the goalposts on us? Like you mentioned in the beginning, it was yeah. we all in this together. Yeah, we're selling out to go get Devontae Adams. We're gonna make a run at a championship. It felt a lot like they and moved then the like they realized <laughs> that maybe or even Mark Davis came yeah. out and yes, said, it was, yeah. "Be patient." Right. Yeah, yeah. Be, but, well, he also oh, said, "I don't think it. Dave and right. Josh knew what they were getting into <laughs> mm-hmm. with the roster." Yeah. And I think I might even have those quotes here. But basically, he was saying, "Like I kind of knew where this was already going to go, yeah. but they said they wanted to give it a shot, so yeah. I endorsed it." So, do you think maybe they got halfway through the season and then, like I said, started moving the goalposts a, a little bit? Because honestly, if you go into a situation like that and you're thinking we can do this, then you push forward and you do it. But and. If they didn't believe that, they would have came in and changed up some things and did some things different, but they didn't. So as the it, we progressed through the season, it was like, hmm, this isn't going the way we thought, which also makes me question their judgment that they that it took, you know, half a season to figure it out. But yeah, it does feel a little bit like they pushed it back, like, okay, we're gonna fix it now, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, and I and I think, you know, I I, I really think Josh McDaniels thought that uh that Derek Carr was a different quarterback than what he wound up being for him you know i mean say what you will you know i mean i i, I am not turning this into a Derek carr bash no fest don't or, or don't, anything yeah, like yeah. that yeah. but you know i mean they are uh, josh mcdaniels probably had the same view of Derek carr from the outside looking in as some of our fans mm-hmm. you know of oh well look at these stats look the at this guy too. you know yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. you know people that are all in on him and mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with that i mean it's you know he is who he is you know mm-hmm. what i mean but like when they got into the situation, they said, well, let's go all in because we know we have a quarterback that can do 
this. Let's go get his best buddy. Let's go do this. Let's build this and let's go win a Super Bowl right away. Well, they got into the situation and said, oh, Maybe maybe this maybe this, maybe we got a little more work to do. So you know so yeah so well, yeah they did and have they to changed shift. They and had we to know shift the narrative and we heard from we'll from just call them sources <laughs> there were some things that came oh. out that yes certain players that wore number four were doing at the line of scrimmage and otherwise mm. that were not mm. we'll just say it wasn't the plays that were being called. Well, he, yeah, he became a victim blamer. Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. So I think those things, like you said, Michelle, those things became realized and they had to. Yeah. And so and, and in order for them to save, they're not going to come out and go, you know what? Yeah. We whiffed on evaluating <laughs> the talent that was already on the roster. So instead of coming out and saying that, instead, now here in this offseason, they're going, well, we're going to make some changes. Well, because honestly, they wouldn't have known until they got in there. That's you know? very so good, good say, like, and that's whiffed. It. We didn't really whiff. We really thought these were the dudes, and they weren't. And yeah. Then you, I mean, what are they supposed to do? Keep going the way they were going? Right. Where the hell would we be sitting? That's the if thing that, that like, cracks me up, like the people that get really riled yeah. up about the roster shifts. I'm like... This was a six and freaking eleven football <laughs> yeah. team, and I forget somebody in the in the in the chat just said it too, and I I apologize. Oh, uh, or, uh, Joel, it's CPA Joel. He says I think the close games in twenty twenty one that broke our way had an overinflated sense of confidence going into twenty twenty two. A thousand percent, yeah, dude, th that's it, yes. right yeah. there. We talked that's about that oh, many shows ago about the being the emotion of it, like and them, talk about that, you know, like them winning those games strictly off of the emotion of just trying to get through the season with. Oh it was like a trauma yes. bond. You can't, that doesn't last long. That kind of energy gets you there, but it does not sustain you. And that's, I think what I know the, I feel like, I don't want to say it was not the season we thought it was because it was what it was, but those wins were not, they just were, I don't want to call them luck. I don't know if that's the right word. But it's not but sustainable. Not sustainable. You can't carry that through an entire Emot off just emotion. And then into 2022, exactly. that wasn't right. going to translate. There's no way. Yeah. No way. Yeah. Yeah. Ab absolutely. Well, you know, but then you look at that entire, you know, what, what he was just asked right there about, you know, oh, well, the players don't trust you. The players mm. don't like, you know, he was at Max Crosby's wedding. Right. Like, come on, like. It can't be just that, like, you know, just that black and white right mm -hmm. there of, oh, well, the players just don't like him. The players yeah. don't like the way he does things. Yeah. He wouldn't have been at Max Crosby's wedding. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. so don't give me that shit. Like, yeah. some people have bought in and some people haven't. And the mm -hmm. ones that weren't bought in last year that probably said some of these things. Right. Yeah, they're playing they in New off. York right now. They're playing in New Orleans there right you now. They're, you know, they're doing their thing. So so I'm glad that we have the group that we mm -hmm. have. I uh, love M85's comment in there. It says, uh, I don't want to stumble into the playoffs anymore like a scrappy gang of yep, misfits. Exactly. I want us to be a machine. Yes. Thank you, brother. Exactly. That is yeah. it yes. right there. Please. That is exactly. it right there. thousand percent. Also, my favorite comment was from Joel. He said, well said, Michelle. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes, yes. Nicely done. <laughs> There we go. <laughs> there we go. Um, so hey, so speaking of Max Crosby, I got a, I got a couple stats. And I, again, I don't know where I'm going to fit this stuff in, but I'm going to fit it in now because you brought him up. This is why it's important for what you just said about Josh McDaniels being at Max Crosby's wedding. Yes, he is to me. Maybe some of you have a different opinion. To me, he is the de facto leader of the Raiders. Right now. Face of the franchise. He yeah. is the face of the organization. Yes. Mm -hmm. So if you want anybody's input, you want Max's, mm -hmm. right? If you want to have anybody that's going to influence other folks in the locker room, 
It's going to be Max Crosby, mm-hmm. okay? Check this out. After four seasons, Max Crosby is all over the history book. So not only is he his leader, but listen to these stats. He has most career quarterback hits over who? Khalil Mack. Ooh. He has three tackles for a loss. Uh, he's, oh, he's only three tackles for loss behind Khalil Mack for first place. He's top 10 uh, in forced fumbles, and he's 70 sacks away from the Raiders' record set by the great Greg Townsend. Yep. He's on pace to surpass that number in 2030. That's only seven years, and he's a young man. Mm-hmm. And I would be willing to say that he probably is going to beat that. Like, oh, yeah. quicker. Well, Get there quicker anyway. And he says that that's his goal. His goal, right. That's his goal, right? So he's on busting with the boys, and that's what he said he wants to do, mm-hmm. right? He he does not have a plan B. <laughs> My plan is to wear this shield forever. He's got it on his arm. He's got his thing. He knows what Greg Townsend's 107 and a half mm-hmm. record is. And he knows what his record he, He's exactly 70 away. So he knows that that's, that's the goal. He wants to be the best defensive lineman that ever played for the Raiders. Absolutely. And he's, and he's going to get it. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. oh I think yeah, so. Yeah. I he's think so. So here's a, so one last thing real uh, quick and uh, before we get up, before we move off of talking about the of last year. Yeah. So the NFL does this thing every year. It's kind of cool. They call it the season in six minutes. And okay. they do a basically, it's a highlight reel of all of the NFL over six minutes. And it goes from training camp. We're not training camp. Go from preseason anyways. Um, through the Super Bowl, okay? So in order to qualify to be on this reel, you have to be a great player. You have to have, or you have to, one, be a great player, or there had to have been a great play on the field, right? Or you had to have been a great team, okay? So obviously littered all over this thing is the Chiefs and, right, the Eagles and all that stuff. Littered all that. The Raiders made three appearances, Okay, so remember, the, the, the criteria, I think, just by watching the thing, you either have to be a great team, you have to be a great player, or there would have had to have been a great play. Okay, Michelle, I'm putting you on the spot a little bit. Oh. Okay, what would the three things, what would you think that the Raiders, the three times the Raiders were featured in this six-minute reel, who or what of the season do you think would have been featured? Who? Or what? Or what? Okay. So the highlight, the all the I standouts feel like of twenty twenty two. Devonte Adams catch in there somewhere. Maybe that's a great guess. It's no? not on here. Okay. No, no. But that's a great guess. Go ahead, Swago. You want? You want to try any? Yeah, Chandler Jones is touchdown at the end of the year. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. That's that one. was a highlight. That, that's one. Spiking yeah. Mac Jones's yeah. face into the yep. core of the earth yeah. was one. Yep. yep. That's one. Um, we just talked about one of the other things. Okay. Which was, was who's that Max player? Crosby? Max okay, Crosby. Okay. There you go. Okay. So yes. they featured Max Crosby drilling Trevor Lawrence oh, in the Jaguars game. Yeah. yeah. So that, that was a good one. Mm-hmm. And then the last one I'll give to you is uh, well, you think about who is arguably, besides Devontae Adams, who is arguably our greatest player this season? Josh Jenkins. The running uh, in Seattle. Absolutely. Right. Right. So it's him running yeah. through lunch and it's and it's him because he was the rushing leader. Mm, so he right. had a great player. So we had right. great player Max Crosby, great player in uh, Josh Jacobs, great play in Chandler Jones. And then of course the team wasn't featured because it wasn't a great team. Yeah. Wow. All right. Um, okay. So next up here. Let's go to we're gonna stay on the uh, Josh McDaniels quote uh train here. And uh let's check out. So we, we you know, we obviously we know he's moved on from uh from Derek Carr. Brought in Jimmy Garoppolo. We don't know what the Raiders are going to do at seven. 
There's now rumors of the Raiders moving up to three to take somebody up there. There's rumors of the Raiders moving back. back. I think this thing is completely wide open. And let me say this to you, Raider Nation. It should be. And anybody that thinks they know what the Raiders are going to do, you've not spent enough time in (laughs) Vegas because you don't show your hand. Yeah. Okay? You want everybody, including the other 31 teams in the league, to not know what the hell you want to do. Now, granted, they're going to be having negotiations and discussions with any of these potential moves that they might make if they make any at all. Right. But they want everybody guessing. It's a complete poker game at this point. So yeah. no well, one and, knows what they're going to do. Well, and 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 no one knows what Josh McDaniels and Dave Ziegler are going to do because we've never seen them draft in the first or second there round. You, know, for the Raiders. Raiders. you know what I mean? Exactly. So, That's, you know, if anything, all we know is this. They're willing to be aggressive. Yeah. That's 100%. what they did when yeah. they went to go get Devontae. They're yes. willing to participate in a blockbuster type deal. 100%. Um, so will the Raiders draft it's a quarterback in the first round? I don't know. Um, but what I will tell you is that here's, this is interesting. Kind of read the tea leaves here and for what little he gives you. Uh, but these are the traits that, Do- that Josh McDaniels likes to see in his quarterbacks. Uh, I think you start with leadership, um, you know, and, and you just saw our, our championship game, you know, played a couple weeks ago and, you know, two incredible leaders of their football teams. And I think that's very consistent among the, the best players at that position. You got to have a great leader. Uh, it's got to be able to, to to have mental and physical toughness. Um, no question about it. There's going to be a ton of adversity in the National Football League season, and whether it's physical things you're going to have to battle through, or the the mental toughness to endure a couple losses and keep going, and, and those kind of things are always going to be prerequisites for us. And it's got to be able to move the ball, score points, and take care of it. You know, and so. Um, when you talk about quarterback play, they need to get us in the end zone. We need to protect the ball from the other team, uh, you know, and ultimately we got to win. So um, there's a lot of things that go into playing this position really well. Uh, there's a lot of different people that can fit that, those, those traits and qualities. And I think we've seen our, in our league the last so many years, you know, the requirements have changed, you know, height, size, you know, there's certain people that, you know, can do things with their legs that, you know, others got other guys can't um, big arms, you know, less, less than that, something less than that. So Jalen hurts. Um, it's not one size fits all. Uh, but I think there's a lot of things you're looking for if you're going to commit to them. All right. There's a, Oof. to me, there's a lot in that mm-hmm. to me, to me, there's, I don't want to say they're veiled shots, but I think a shade, I think little shade thrown. Little shade I thrown. think it's safe to say, yeah. Cause like, the two things that really jump out at me are leadership and mental toughness. Like, yeah, I think it's pre- pretty safe to say he's making some comparisons about what he thought he had and what he's looking for. Absolutely. And so, yeah, I think, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. About, I don't even think it was veiled. I think it might have just been like, ta-da! Like, <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. There you go. Yeah, exactly. yeah that's yeah, yeah. It. That, I mean, that's 100% it because, I mean, what, what were the things? And in the offseason, right. what we've heard, you know, you know, number four didn't really care too much for being called out in team meetings yeah, we heard and stuff that like too. that. Yeah. You know, when, you yeah. know, so yeah. so so yeah. So I mean, of course, that's what he wants, and he didn't have that, and so mm-hmm. that's why he's no longer on the team. All right, so yeah. he obviously so we we've, we've backfilled with Brian Hoyer, and uh, and and now um, well, of course, Chase Garbers was already there. Backfield with Brian Hoyer, and uh, we're going to talk about Brian Hoyer in a little bit too. I'm, actually, you know what? I might as well just do it now. So um, Let's do it. Here's some of the things that play into what Josh McDaniels is looking for in his quarterback. And as you mentioned, you heard leadership, mental toughness, 
preparation. I, I thought it was interesting that, it, that again, these guys are not showing their hand. He was like, there's a lot of different ways you can be effective at quarterback nowadays. You don't have to be, you know, a, a complete dynamic quarterback like a Lamar Jackson or like a, maybe a Kyler Murray in there. You can be a big arm guy. You could be. So when you look at like the players that are in the league now and the players that are coming out in the draft, there's these, their skill sets are really diverse. Like Will Levis is way different than CJ Stroud and he's way different than Bryce Young and they're all way different than Jake Hayner. Like you look at like, they're all very, very different. Um, so I think that is very interesting. And they're all different than Jimmy Garoppolo. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Garoppolo is a complete, speaking of weak arms, like I'm not going to totally pick on the guy's <laughs> arm, but he ain't much north of Jalen Hurts in that aspect. You know what I mean? So, but what is he? He's a manager. He's a, you know what I mean? He's sure. Jimmy cool for lack of a better term. Like, right. He's steady. Um, but then let's, let's get this Brian Hoyer thing. So as Jeff mentioned earlier, Raider Nation collectively, not collectively, I think a lot of us were still level-headed. <laughs> Let's just say that a large portion of Raider Nation lost their ever-loving minds when we signed Brian Hoyer. And everybody shouted there, what the F? Yeah. When or it- or certain people said, see, I called it. I knew they were going to do this. This is so stupid. I'm like, no, More you didn't know patri- that, but it yeah. doesn't matter. More patriots. <laughs> right. All right. Well, why? So instead of taking the emotional, visceral response that you might have from another uh, patriot getting signed, (laughs) I would encourage you to, one, you can listen to this show to find out about it, or just dig into it yourself and try to find out, because that's what I did. I'm like, I wonder why. I wonder what the value is for the Raiders, aside from the whole overriding narrative, which is this guy is familiar with Josh McDaniel's system, right? You, you, You hear that all the time. It goes past that swag, Jeff. Okay. And I'm going to I'm gonna paraphrase, read through an article I found from 2019 okay. out of Sports Illustrated featuring the McCourty twins. Oh. So this is Jason and Devin McCourty. Yes. Who were part of the Patriots Super Bowl winning team in 2019. Yes. And guess who they were talking about? Okay. Brian Hoyer. Okay. Perfect. So Stefan Gilmore made arguably the biggest play of Super Bowl L I I I whatever that is fifty three yeah uh, uh, oh there I don't it, know. it was oh my gosh how funny it was it's the Super Bowl that that, Ad, that that Adam Levine sang there, there you go shirtless and all um, <laughs> before he cheated on his wife uh, yeah there you go jeez uh, <laughs> Jeff well <laughs> you're like, it, is, it is what it you're is like, you're not wrong okay um so um. Give Deron Harmon credit too for getting to Jared Goff on the Patriots all out second and 10 blitz. Who? Deron Harmon. Deron Raider. Hello. Uh, Don't forget de facto coordinator Brian Flores either or the call uh, for Bill Belichick assembling a heady defense ready for the moment. But then there's the other critical piece of that championship team. Brian Hoyer, the backup quarterback. The uh, the only one of New England's 46 players in uniform who didn't make it into the Super Bowl, okay? It may sound crazy to say that the Patriots might not have lifted their Lombardi trophy in 18 years without a guy that didn't take a meaningful rep all year. But after listening to the way Devin and Jason McCourty talk about their backup quarterback, it's clear just how much of a difference Hoyer made on the team on a play that will forever be remembered and one he wasn't even on the field. The coolest part about all that is the impact of ha- of how his impact has a way of explaining who the 2018 Patriots became, a group that squeezed every inch out of every roster spot ahead. Here's Jason McCourty talking. 
Hoyer's been crucial. Hoyer's not a scout team quarterback from the standpoint where, okay, here's the card. Here's what's circled. I'm going to throw the ball here. Hoyer lines up and says, here's the card, but this is just a route concept. Bill would tell him, read what you think and go. He's reading our defense for what he thinks it is. If it's cover three, I'm going here. If it's the whole time, he's reading and reacting. So I think for us as a defense, if something gets carved up in practice, it's Hoyer. Hoyer is uh, something we need to adjust from a look standpoint. So here's, I won't read you the rest of the article. It goes on and on and on. But ultimately, here's what the, what? I'm looking at Ron's comment oh, in the oh, chat. Oh, oh. Can, I says, a, can I get a who you're? <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's a good one, Ron. Okay. Um, but ultimately, here's what it is. Brian Hoyer, the reason the McCordy twins loved him, the reason Dante Hightower loved him, because he helped read opposing teams' defenses, and in this case, it was the Rams, and started telling the defensive coordinator what setups and lineups and plays to be called. Yeah. This dude is a genius at reading a defense, and he's not just there to mentor the young quarterbacks. He's there to help them pick apart mm. what the other teams are doing offensively. Perfect. Or, or defensively and offensively. Like, that's brilliant. He can read what their other offenses are doing and advise the defensive players. Perfect. And what do we need to be better at, Michelle, more than anything, according to everybody? <laughs> it's defense, right? Defense. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Your eyes were perfect. Like, that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, hello. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's that. That's what's it's fascinating because there's uh, you got a guy that maybe doesn't have like the f on field abilities that everybody wants, but to have that football knowledge and to be able to help be the bridge from defenses off it, you know, like to be able to give everybody information like that, that's huge. It's insane. The yeah. guy didn't even suit up for the Super Bowl. Yeah. And Jeff, inside that article, when you go on to, the, to more detail, basically he's sitting in the room mm. with Bill and, and whatever. They're watching the Rams offense. They're watching what Jared Goff does. And he goes, this is where you're going to get them. And so that play that they refer to in the beginning of the article, the only reason they called that play was because Brian Hoyer mm. told them to do it when they see that look. Dude, Hello. Like, yeah. Come on, man. This is chess, Hello. folks. Yeah. And this is goddamn yeah. chess. Yeah. 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 And that's yeah. why he's on the Raiders, because Josh right. McDaniels right. recognized that yes. and said, okay, we need that. Because you look at a guy like that and everyone freaked out. Well, what does that mean? What does that mean we're gonna not going to draft a quarterback? No, uh. that's not what it means. That may mean, like what you just said, maybe he's our 12th man exactly. on defense. Exactly, yeah. If we yeah. can have a guy that can help Patrick Graham mm. and help these other yes. guys pick apart a yeah. defense, come like, hello, come on with that shit man bring yep. it all yep yeah you know why not hello absolutely absolutely <sighs> oh my gosh all right the long game people the long, long game max crosby yeah. from the oakland raiders and goes down and max crosby who forced a fumble last week you're listening to murph mosh and swag jeff on raiders fan radio thank you so much just win baby all right, I appreciate what's in the chat room. Wyoming Raider in there has a couple good ones. He says, then make him a quarterback coach. The dude's older than I am. And he says, didn't Hoyer start playing football when I was still called rugby? Uh, I think somebody else said, wasn't his first playbook uh, written on a stone tablet? Wow. <laughs> some good ones in there. Look at, yeah, he's, he's, I don't know, 37 years old yeah, or whatever. Yeah, but if you're bringing is. it, like, let's say we draft a quarterback, then, I mean, you want to hear from maybe another player and not a coach. You know, like, maybe you want somebody that's, that's like, on your level, not you know, somebody that you're supposed to, that's not your superior, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you just want, right. you well, want another like, player. Well, like, there's is it, uh, the teammate 
Your teammate has a different voice, exactly. a way to resonate. Yeah. It's yeah. the reason that the Raiders have had Richie Incognito. Yeah, and like you're going to be able to be honest. You're not going to, you know, feel like you have to, you know, watch what you say or whatever. You know, like you're going to, it's another player. It's Absolutely. Another, just, yeah. Absolutely. They're, 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 they're mentors yeah. on and off the field. And I think it's a, I think it's a great addition. So and I like what, uh, I like what CPA Joel says in the chat says, just for your information, Hoyer's Wonderlick was 26. Jimmy G was 29. The last guy we had was 20. Oh, oh, shots fired. My gosh. Joel, always bringing the... I love that. Man, Joel, you're the dude. He is, man. He That's really Well, is. listen, there's something to be said. There's a reason they have those Wonderlick scores and take those those exams. Um, I liked it when the other day, when it wasn't that long ago, when we all took it. Do you remember that in our little in our little group? Oh, that's right. Message yes. that we have, and we all t- took the wonder lick. Yeah, and started posting scores. I think Joel blew us all. I, I was yeah. like, I'm like, look at my score, and then Joel was like, and then Wyo, Wyoming Raider blew it out too. Yeah, he was good. Yeah, he's like, I don't know, I'm not going to get anything, and next, and like he was like in second place. I'm like, right. Me and Jeff were over here going like, you know, yeah, we're stupid asses. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> Um, all right, so let's talk a little bit about the draft. Uh, got, did we hit a break? I feel like we need a break. Hit in a break. A yeah, let's hit another Hit one. a break. Talk about the donations in that football, and then let's oh, just yeah. jump into some, talk, some draft talk. Patrick Claybaum with NFL Network here. Hey, folks, I know three things you might like. Do you like football? Do you like the Las Vegas Raiders? Do you like listening to things? I'll add a fourth. Do you like swag? Yes. Well, here we got the swag. <laughs> Who doesn't? Murph, Uncle Mosh. This is Raiders Fan Radio. All right, appreciate you, Patrick Claybon, and the good folks over there at NFL Network. Yes. Um, all right, so let's talk a little bit about the draft. So, uh, first off, well, let's, we got we got to settle a little bit of uh, controversy. Oh, okay. Controversy. Oh, we have that. We have a little bit of controversy. Oh no. So, so go figure. Um, something happened on Twitter, and a mm. portion of Raider Nation reacted adversely to it. What? No I know. kidding. It's crazy. That's out of character. It's absolutely <laughs> insane, Michelle. Because um, normally we're all so unified mm-hmm. and all on the same page. Um, so there was a uh, um, uh, a situation in the in the uh, with the apparel. Actually, I should let Jeff lead this conversation. But so the the draft hats were released. Oh, right? yes. And yes. you know, and and you include me in this group. A lot of us reacted adversely to it. Don't like it. Don't care for it. Yeah. Paul bought one. Oh. And I was like, oh, awesome. Like, good for, if you like it, then that's, mm-hmm. dude, if it's got the Raider logo on it, like, I still, that's true. I still that pretty is, much yeah. love it. You know what I mean? Like, absolutely. I still rock it. That's true. Yeah, yeah Absol- absolutely. Absolutely. And, um, so again, it's, it's not, this isn't me taking a shot at anybody that ordered the draft hat. And if, and Hey, use our link, go to RaidersFanRadio.com slash gear, hit the link and go to fanatics and, uh, and a portion of the money that you spend, will go to the one nation foundation. There you go. Um, so no, no, uh, shade thrown at anybody that, no. that bought the dang draft hat, but there was a reason that a lot of people look, looked at it and went, no, I don't care for it. And that's because the shield stood out from the rest of the lettering on the hat. The lettering on all the other 31 teams has the team name and then their logo embedded inside the letters. The Raiders were not. And the criticism was, well, they just slapped the Raiders shield on top of the word Raiders. There's a reason for that. And it's because, Jeff, do you want to tell them the reason for it? Well, the same reason that, you know, a lot of people do what they do. The Raiders don't like to break the shield, man. You know, which is how poetic is that, I right? Love it. Don't mess with our logo. Mm-hmm. Don't mess with our stuff. Don't mess with our jersey colors. Don't me- we don't need alternates. We don't need this. We don't need that. 
Leave the shield alone. And so I can respect it. You know, yeah, it doesn't go on brand with what the draft, but does, but do the Raiders ever go on brand with anything nope. that the exactly. league says? And I love that yeah. even more. So because of that, I might get a draft hat. You know what? I think you just talked me into it. Just talked into it. Yeah. So, so yeah. So a hundred percent, you know, I mean, our favorite draft hat that we've ever had was, you know, not just because we're here, but the one in Nashville, the one with the, uh, with the, uh, with the stars with, and, with stripes, the stars and stripes, that was, was pretty, pretty amazing. But, but like, but like that reasoning right there of, you know, well, we're not going to break the shield. Like, okay, I can kind of get down with that. Like, you know, why not? That's Let's just get it. That's a statement hat. Yeah. It's a, it's That's a statement, statement hat. hat. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Good call. Yeah. Good call. Oh, Lamont's getting one. I've Okay. Well, yeah, I, yes. You know what? Give me a second. I'm going to order it. No. Okay. <laughs> Use the link. When is your foundation? Yeah. Uh, I think, I th you think you guys might've just turned me. Yeah. I, I, I think I'm, you know what, Paul? You were ahead of the curve on this yeah. one. Yeah. Good job, Paul. Of, of course curve. he was. Yeah. Good job, Paul. Good job, Paul. Of course he was. Of course he was. Of course he is. All right. So Paul, is your last name Davis? <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about less consequential things about the draft and the players that were actually going to be considered. Uh, and let's... <laughs> less consequential. <laughs> According to Swag Jeff, maybe. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah man. It's all yeah. about the hat. It's all about the swag, bro. That's, That's it, man. The drip, bro. Right? The drip. Who cares who we the draft? Riz. What are the what's our freaking gear gonna look like, man? <laughs> I know, right? That's really all that matters. That's really That's all, all that matters, right? All right. So uh so let's check in and listen. If you've heard this show once uh over the past recent months, uh you've heard us clamoring for a quarterback out of the University of Tennessee, Knoxville. Uh he is the one and only Hendon Hooker. And let's go. We've said our piece about Hendon, and we've got some flack. People say, well, you guys are in Tennessee, so that's why you want Hendon Hooker. I, look, Jeff's a big Tennessee fan. I'm not. I, whatever. They're Same. fine. Um, but I'm not a huge, you know, whatever. I think it's cool that he's, you know, played in Tennessee, but that's not what. I think that the reason that I want the Raiders to draft Hendon Hooker is because he's got what might be an unmatched skill set. All those guys I just talked about, and they have all those different things going on. This guy is a freaking rock star, a QB, went toe-to-toe -to -toe with the teams, the best teams in the SEC, took down Alabama. Yep. Like, he's got... Whip Bryce Young's ass. Oh. Whip Bryce Young's ass has leadership. All those things that Josh McDaniels said... That's literally it. what this he guy got has. He got it. And he's, you know, he's, he's, uh, he, he damaged his knee. He had the ACL. Right. So that was a detractor. And that's why he's fallen in the he draft. He drop dimes, bro. But he, absolutely. Oh. He's, and he's going to be fine. But then the big overriding criticism is his age. Okay. Because by the time that he's fully, fully healthy from the ACL, he could be like 26 years old. But listen, just like I say all the time, I, I can have my own opinions. But I trust the pros' opinions more. And in this case, I'm going to defer to Daniel Jeremiah, who is, since my, Mayock, since, <laughs> since Mayock left NFL Network, Daniel Jeremiah has stepped in and is, to me, he's the best draft analyst there is. Better than Kuiper, better than McShay, right. better than Bucky Brooks, better than, it's Daniel Jeremiah is the man. Um, and so he was on the Pat McAfee show. Shout out Pat McAfee, by the way. Way to kill oh, it at WrestleMania. Oh, dude. Yeah. yeah. So good. Whipping good. the Miz's so ass. Did you guys watch? Did you watch WrestleMania, Michelle? Not, you and Demont, Lamont? No, I saw pieces of it. No, Lamont. Lamont's not really a big. Uh, we need to have him. Fan. Next time we watch WrestleMania yeah. together, we need to find yeah. Lamont. I bet he'd like that. Oh, yeah. so yeah, fun. Yeah. We played poker and watched WrestleMania. It was oh, amazing. Nice. Yeah, it was cool. Um, so anyway, so Pat McAfee, uh, who's got the best sports talk show right now, too, uh, by the way, uh, has Daniel Jeremiah on there. And listen to Daniel Daniel Jeremiah tell you about Hendon Hooker. And Hendon Hooker. 
who yeah. we are a big fan of. Happy to see he made your top 50. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't feel like there's been enough talk about Hinton Hooker. We thought that as well, yeah. actually. You know, he's a, he's a good player. I think, you know, with all the age and the injury, look, you should be thinking about things in terms of four and five years in the NFL. Thank you. can change. If you tell me right now I'm going to get four, five, six years of, of really above average, borderline, you know, close to elite quarterback play, who cares? Take the guy's it. older. Take it, Amen. Man. So to me, his tape was really, really good, and he's accurate. He's big. He can move around. Uh, you know, we'll see where he ends up going. But I, to me, I think if he didn't get hurt, I think we'd be talking about him as a first-round pick. I agree, and that was a video of Hendon that he posted from his workout. He can <laughs> spin it. Yeah. Massive hands. Yeah, spin saw him hold yeah. the ball. Yeah, he was on our program. Yeah. And we we basically told him, like, hey, we're a big fan. He was there with beans. What yeah, be Bush's Bush, baked beans. Bush's Bush's baked beans. beans. Nice. He, he was there with Bush's <laughs> beans, and he had the hooker beans, I believe. Yep. And I obviously game day went to two Tennessee games. Yeah. So I got to see a lot of him, and I got mm -hmm. to see the reaction of him. I got to meet his parents. I got to meet everything. I love it. Dude, the guy is... I feel great about him. Yeah, I, I'm curious to see where... He, it's, it's an intriguing guy. Where, he where, do you, where is he projected? Well, I, I put him in my top 50, but I, I think he's probably in that second round range. But, like, I'm looking at a team, the Saints, right? You're, you're this was before they got Carr. Better name but you, that you got there. I take him over Andy Dalton at this point in time. We already know what Jameis is, you know, good or better. Great leader, too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I take a shot on him. Hypo's offense is a lot of option routes, too. So yeah. he's thinking pre-snap and post-snap down there in Tennessee, and they had a lot of success. The hard thing with that offense, though, is they literally spread you from sea to shining sea. I mean, they're like two yards from the sideline on each side, and then they put Hyatt, the track star, in the slot, yeah. and for some reason, everybody yeah. in the SEC thought it would be a wise idea to put a safety down there over him, and he just throws vertical after vertical after vertical. After Hits vertical. it, though. Oh, it's beautiful. Which yeah. is a big deal. Let's talk but about it's a Levis. Little different. It's going to be an adjustment for him just playing in a little more condensed environment. You know, I love so so. There you go. So they they kind of lay out some of the detractors and people that say like, well, they just spread out the field and ran Jalen Hyatt, who's a stud, uh, down the middle of the field and 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 Hooker Hooker threw it to him. The the thing is that like at the combine, even though he didn't play at the combine or, or not play, but whatever, work out the combine yeah. or or nor pro day. Yeah, he did do a lot of interviews, and one of the things that he was talking about, Jeff, was that he was like, those weren't called plays; those were option routes, and he's like. I can't help it if my guy's open. Mm. Yeah. Like, what the hell? Huh, like, uh, yeah, how 100. is that a criticism that, oh, my gosh, the wide receivers are wide open and he's, like you said, dropping dimes <laughs> on them? Dude. Like, why? How is that possibly 100%, a criticism may, of this Maybe guy? one of the most beautiful throws I've ever seen in the history of me watching football is Tennessee versus LSU, and he drops a dime to Jalen Hyatt. It's an absolute beauty of a pass. It's unbelievable. But, yeah, like... Tennessee, I mean, I'm a big Tennessee Volunteers fan, and that offense with Josh Heupel, like, it's a freaking intricate offense. Like, I mean, yes, you have to do quick reads and stuff like that, and most time you just got to hit your first one because it's a no-huddle offense, it's quick. But no-huddle offense and quick offenses like that, like, that's a lot of split decisions that you got to do yeah, right yeah. away and stuff. So I think that translates really well into NFL, where, you know, a lot of times, you know, transitioning from mm. college to NFL, it takes time to, like, really learn the difference of speed and stuff like that because pro football is obviously a faster game than Absolutely, college and sure. stuff like that. But when, when you have an offense like Tennessee, does you know i mean that's a quick offense like there's i feel like there's like less transition and stuff like that so whoever gets head and hooker and i really hope is the silver and black i whether that be that we trade back up into the first or you know get the steal of the entire draft and grab him at 38 overall like i really think that like he that transition and also like what we've said in the past too like 
30, like he's 25, he'll be 25 when the season starts and stuff like that. And like, yeah, that's old if it was 15 years ago. You know what I mean? When like quarterbacks retired at 35 to 37 years old and stuff like that. But like a 25-year-old guy coming in now, okay, you could get 12 to 14 years out of that guy. Like, okay, deal, sign us up. Derek Carr was one of the most tenured Raider quarterbacks maybe ever that we've had in a really, really long time. And he played nine Nine years. years. Like that's, I mean, that's really tenure. So if we can get that out of another guy, then who cares how old he is? Yeah, that's something that always fascinates me is the transition from college to NFL. Like, Mm -hmm. because just watching from like a layman's place, it seems like, well, how different could it really be? But, you know, the guys are bigger. Everything's just bigger. So hearing that somebody kind of has the the ability to transition, I think, is one of the biggest deals, is, like, knowing that they can transition from this to this because it's like night and day. Like, on the outside looking in, it's just like, well, why can't they just do that like they do in college? Right, and, you know, right. and I will make those stupid statements sometimes. Lamont's like, you can't do that. And, and I'm like, okay, <laughs> I didn't know. But um, because they just can't, because they're faster, they're bigger, they're stronger, they're all of these things, you know. So knowing that that transition is maybe a little more possible, you know, that makes things different. It changes yeah. the changes things. Yeah, well, for sure. And, you know, when you look at you look at a guy's ability to play the game, you know, and yes, coming off of an injury, that's mm. tough, man. Mm-hmm. That's really tough, man. You don't know what you're going to get post-injury and stuff like that. So in an ACL, that's really, really tough. Mm. So, you know, keeping it Tennessee kind of branded, whatever. You look at a guy like Jeffrey Simmons a couple years ago. Oh, my God. That guy came off in, a, I mean, before the injury, was probably a top 10 pick. And you could say th- say the same thing about him and Hooker. Mm. And so, you know, Jeffrey Simmons falls to pick 20-whatever when Tennessee picked him up. And he was the steal of that whole draft. I mean, Jeffrey Simmons is a freaking monster mm. on the D-line mm. for the Tennessee Titans. Mm. And so, you know, so you look at a guy like Hennon Hooker, does he fall to the second? Does he go late first round or whatever? I'm saying t- whoever picks Hennon Hooker, I mean, like I said, hope and pray it's the Raiders, but whoever gets it, that'll be the seal of the draft. Well, I hope it's not or somebody else in our division, uh, that's for sure. Don't say that. L- let me ask you this. So in, in that, uh, I got two questions for you, Michelle. Okay. So uh, first off, I think that the age, which is currently a detractor, is not as much of an issue because what Daniel Jeremiah said, if you can get four or five or six years of high-level production out of your quarterback, that's alone. that alone, to me, is justifiable because instead of thinking in this, like, 20-year term or whatever, let's think of it in, in, in shorter terms. But then also with age comes wisdom. Yeah. And there are a lot of – we're all immature in our early 20s, right. including me. Right. Yeah. 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 Oh, so yeah. to have somebody that has that extra year or two, I think can be valuable from a leadership position. Mm-hmm. And then the last thing I want to ask, so I want you to talk about that. Okay. And then the last thing I want you to talk about is that we say all the time around here, we're not going to get married to players mm. pre-draft because like I mentioned, if they end up in your division playing mm-hmm. for another team, all of a sudden we're not going to root for those guys anymore. As much as we, we can admire the young man and what he's done to right. this point, if he wears orange and blue, mm. he's you know what I mean? Dead to me. Exactly. Yes, yes. <laughs> so talk a little bit about are we getting too married to him? And is the age of a value of, can actually be looked at as an asset? Yeah, yeah. I think age absolutely can be looked at as an asset because when you're like, I mean, I don't want to say like Kirk Cousins is old, 
but like you know like those like uh, guys are a little more developed like they're able to like glean information from maybe other places they've been or other teams that they or what they've seen or like they just have and i think they're more like established at home they're probably not like out like you know i don't know you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, I think just a little more established, and they just have a little for they have more years behind them where they can give knowledge and give like you know information to younger players that are coming in. So you know you just want a bunch of young players. It's like letting a toddler house just all the toddlers. There's no teacher. You know, like there needs to be somebody in there to like give information and knowledge. And then speaking on the draft, for me personally. I don't, I'm, I've been trying to pay more attention because I want to be, I don't want to like sound like a dumbass. So like, I'm trying to pay more attention to what's going on, but I really don't like to pay a whole lot of attention. Hey, big guy. This is so cute. <laughs> um, I don't want to get attached to somebody that I think is going to take the Raiders and like Bummer. run them. Bummer. Bummer. Come here. Oh, he's so cute. Sorry. Um, no, gosh, don't be sorry. Um, hey, I don't buddy. want to get attached to somebody that I think is going to take the Raiders to the next level and then... He's on right. the Chargers or, yeah. the, or anybody, really, for that matter. Then every time we play them, I'm just like, oh, what could have been? Yes. You know, so, like, yeah. I don't like to pay a whole lot of attention, but I want to pay attention to what's going on. But, yeah, it's hard to get locked into somebody and then think, well, we didn't take them, so I just uh, bye. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I think there's a, there's an opportunity yeah. with, with, with Hooker. and. Look, I don't. I don't even know if I love the idea of the Raiders taking a quarterback at mm. seven. Oh right. But I think that if there's a world we could trade back into the first round and grab him late, I think that that with with three first, or three, yeah. first three third round picks yes. and all the draft capital that we have, is there a world where we can move back in so we can still get our best defensive mm. player available at seven? Move yep. back in, grab Hooker. That way, we've got somebody developing behind Jimmy G. Yep. I think there's there's a lot of tea leaves that make sense there, more so than grabbing a quarterback, grabbing yeah. CJ Stroud or whoever. Well, else and doesn't bringing in Hoyer make you feel like that they're planning on bringing in a quarterback? I mean, because I see a lot of people are like, "Don't take a quarterback till like later." They're gonna bring in a quarterback at some point, like, and that's why you bring in Hoyer. Yes. To, like, Hoyer wasn't help. even suiting up for no. those Super Bowl teams, right, right? So if he wasn't even the emergency quarterback, yeah. So you could he's there for knowledge. He's like a well of knowledge. It's, that's what yeah, it's not unheard yeah. of to have yeah. three quarterbacks yeah. on the 100%. roster and if he's on p squad right. like like he right. was running scout team it's right. what the what the mccordy twins yeah. told us but he wasn't his uh knowledge set and all that is not that of a typical scout right. team qb right so he's on the staff to be those additional eyes and and strategy whatever right you know what i'm trying to say Jeff. yeah yes. yeah for sure well you know if there's a if there's a see if there's an off season if there's a draft where, you know, you trade away some picks and mm -hmm. stuff like that to trade back up into the first round, maybe even a player or whatever to get back in the first. We need to get it. I think we need to get ahead of Minnesota. Oh. That's that's the one. I feel like if if Penn and Hooker is going to go in the first round, it's going to go to a team like Minnesota mm. with a guy that, you know, is, you know, in the latter portion of yep. his career, like like Kirk Cousins is, you know, you got to get ahead of them. So I don't know who you trade with to get back up. But this D or this draft is heavy on defense mm -hmm. like you could get some guys in the third fourth fifth round you know the mozzie smith out of michigan and stuff like that defensive yeah, tackle yeah, yeah, stuff yeah. like that. there's a lot of options on defense late in this draft so if you and with us having all these picks we got 12 picks like yeah get rid of some of these guys go get your guy and then you still have all these late round picks to go and build your team like if there's a if there's a draft to do it, it's this one. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. All right. So next up, let's go ahead and check in with uh, uh I, got, I wrote DMZ. 
It's not. <laughs> I always thought, is that is that something new? Has somebody jumped TMZ? It's Dave McZigler. Um, <laughs> oh, perfect. Yeah, that's even better. Is it really? Dave McZigler. In my brain, that's what I wrote. Perfect. Good. I love uh, that. DMZ. I love it. But anyways, let's. Uh, so it's just just Dave Ziegler, uh as he prepares. <laughs> Dave McZigler. <laughs> as he. That's where I'm gonna get all my news from. from now on. <laughs> DMZ. Some, somebody quick make a Twitter handle. Yeah. Dave McZigler. Yeah. Right. At Dave McZigler. Uh, well, but anyway, so Jeff mentioned earlier in the show, like this is the first time we've seen this regime have a full draft. Uh, last last yes. year going in, uh, all we had was that third rounder deleted off where, where we uh, drafted Dylan Parham out of Memphis, group of five guy. Uh, shout out the group of five guys. And uh, and so anyway, so now that we've got a full draft, like not even arguably beyond a full draft. Yeah, there ain't seven picks. There's 12 of these suckers we're getting ready to see, and it's going to be awesome. Uh, so let's jump in and listen to DMZ tell us about uh, his draft preparation for this year. I felt at the end of the Dave day, we ended up being pretty prepared last year. Now it was a little bit more crammed, but I think we, you know, I felt prepared when we got to the draft process. Um, I think, will we be more prepared? Will we be more in sync? Will we have more clarity this year? I think so, just from spending the natural, the amount of spending time and again, working a full calendar year in the system that we currently operate in. Um, there was, you have to remember last year, like uh, we had a lot of scouts that were already, were, were either already with the Raiders or came from another organization. And so there's a whole period of time there last year that was just, yes, they were out there evaluating prospects, but they were also trying to figure out like, learning our grading scale, learning how to talk the, the language that we speak, um, learning the type of, you know, just to be like, to pick one position, the specific type of linebacker that we're looking for. So while it was productive and we were prepared, there was kind of this, there was a kind of a, a dual thing that was going on. It was evaluating, but also learning on what I'm supposed to be evaluating, supposed to be evaluating. And so we're just, it's going to be a little bit tighter. It's a, you know, everything's going to be, um, a little bit tighter, a little bit more detailed, a little bit more continuity because, you know, spending that time together. So that's interesting, Swag Jeff, because I you hear we hear so much about Josh McDaniel's system. Right. Ain't nobody talking about Dave McZigler's yeah. system. <laughs> but that right there tells you he runs a scouting department in a very unique way. What that way is, I don't know. But from their scoring and rating systems on players and the way that they evaluate talent and then attribute whatever their numbers are right. to those players. Right. Sounds like it's a lot different than a typical scouting department. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, I mean, we talk about it all the time, you know, but but watch that podcast or listen to that podcast with Bustin' with the Boys with mm -hmm. Dave. He talks a lot about That's that, true. about his grading scale and stuff like that. Dave Ziegler has done a lot of things in many different roles with different organizations. He, he was with Denver. He was with... Um, he was with New England, obviously, for a long time and stuff like that. So, yeah, so he learned through his process and through his career how to grade players in certain ways and stuff like that. So, yeah, so, I mean, until proven otherwise, I'm going to 100% trust that he is grading and doing the right things. You know, I mean, you know, he... he he brought the best draft pick to the Raiders mm -hmm. of the entire draft last year in Devontae Adams. That's right. You know, he, right, right, he right, graded right. those picks and or he's, those draft positions and stuff like that and said, no, nah, we can go get our number one wide receiver for the next few years. So, so yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm all in on what he's got going on for sure. Yeah, yeah, we can't, uh, we just can't blame him for the previous mistakes of previous regimes. And like, you really yes. have to, oh, God, I know we're so sick of hearing Ain't nobody want to be patient. Right? Nobody wants to be patient. No, but you really have to. It's like you got your arm cut off and they just started slapping band-aids on it for years. You know, they had to take the whole damn dressing off 
and start over. So we really, you really have to like erase all that we've been through. I know it sucks. I yeah. can't even do it. Yeah. I'm saying it in hopes of manifesting it. You know, like that's <laughs> yeah, yeah, really, yeah, yeah. but that's the reality of it. We can't blame them. And all we can do is trust. And yeah, and I, and, and I know like people always know the right things to say, like what he's saying, I'm hearing it and I'm liking it and I'm going to write it out and see what happens. That uh, aside from like giving myself some sort of, you know, ulcer from being so frustrated, why would I do that? Like give it, time gotta give he's it time sound, and i love like he's not they don't you don't know a whole about what they're doing like and it's a very famous man once said real g's move in silence like lasagna Amen. i believe that was there Lil wayne i believe that was there, Lil wayne there so you go. i'm just saying like let them do like you said earlier let them cook yeah. let them do what they're doing like yeah man who knows where we are next yeah. year or next even this season like shit yeah Be excited man yeah 100 percent. well like you said last week murph you know the chiefs are the standard right that's it so we're the bar yeah we're building and yes we might not be there next year <laughs> i'm i've already called it like i did a couple shows ago we're gonna beat the chiefs this year we're gonna beat them once i don't know whether it's at home or on the road but yeah. we are gonna beat them this year Let's and it's gonna go. be it's gonna be glorious but that's the standard right that's the goal so we're gonna build to do that so yes a lot of people don't want to be patient but hey guys we've been patient for the last 39 years yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know what I mean? so yeah. you can do another year or two of this shit right so so come on <laughs> hey uh nation's in there swaggo hey hey nation hey respect <laughs> respect thanks for the dome bruh absolutely good stuff there all right so so we're in the in draft season uh we're gonna we're gonna i'm gonna we talked that you know we could have quarterback mm -hmm. obviously at number seven uh christian gonzalez the uh cornerback i love i love him who we all love out of oregon uh wearing number zero we're gonna talk about zeros here in a second yes um but also this there's a name getting floated around a lot and i think it might have been jeremiah it was one of the one of the big draft analysts that was saying that the raiders might be looking at taking another edge rusher it's interesting when you look at the way that teams are built um you know first and foremost you have to have a franchise quarterback like if you if you don't have a, a go-to franchise quarterback then you're never going to win a game or right. at least not not many uh in the nfl so that's the most important position in the nfl second is edge rusher because you have to have players that can go get the other team's franchise quarterback mm -hmm. thirdly you need to have a left and or right tackle because you have to protect from the other team's edge rushers coming to get your franchise quarterback. You kind of see how this thing cascades downhill. So although we have an all-world player like Max Crosby, a formerly all-world player like Chandler Jones, skills diminishing a little bit, still very effective, but not the absolute standout that he has been earlier in his career, there has been a lot of talk about the Raiders drafting an edge player and the one that is most likely available to the Raiders at seven and, and in terms of impact and you want to just go best player available. If that's the way that we're going to be talking, there's a, there's a real world where Tyree Wilson from Texas tech is there for the Raiders at seven. Right. So we're going to talk about him. And one of the things that I love about this stuff and the reason I wanted to bring it up was that I love draft terminology. The, the, the <laughs> analysts have these really funny ways of yes. describing players I'll never forget um, Mayock had two that used to crack me up. Oily hips 
and heavy legged waist bender. Like, like there you go. Crack me up. Yeah. Like, those were like legit like scouting reports on players. Yeah. Well, and this, I, what Dave Ziegler has one. He he calls people like lunch pail kids or lunch pail guys. Well, oh, or lunch pail guys. Sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, I love those terms. Yeah, Absolutely. I love it. So here's here's Daniel Jeremiah. We talked a lot about him tonight. <laughs> okay. Here, here's his room. <laughs> Stacy Rose. No, that's funny. He says, I miss my oily hips. He lost those in Vegas at the right, first right, game. When, and which that night he was a heavy legged waistbender. Yeah. He oiled up his he oiled up everything more than just his hips in that one, thanks to Jameson. Hey-o. <laughs> oh, nice. All right. Nice. All right. Perfect timing. So here's Daniel Jeremiah's report. <laughs> On Tyree Wilson, a long limb defender who figures to turn into a full-blown nightmare for opponents if he continues to grow into both his frame and his game. Wilson's combination of traits and athleticism should yield flashes of dominant play in both phases as he continues to get bigger and stronger. Okay, and it goes on and he, and he talks about all the different you know skill sets and overview. But here's the, the, the strengths that he lists, okay? Elite okay. size with a massive wingspan. Posted high-end production with extensive upside still available. Controls tight ends at the point of attack. Rex run plays with hard backside crash. Length allows for improbable tackles from distance. Swings long levers for slap and swim rush wins. <laughs> that might be the highlight. Inside stab move knocks table off balance and opens rush door inside. Knocks table? Yeah. Knocks. Oh, tackle. Oh. <laughs> Knocks the table off balance. <laughs> no, that was Stacy Ruff. Wow, that's no, that Stacy Ruff that doing was, that. That was Jesus to the dudes taxing too yeah, many people. Oh, nice. That's yeah. true. Uh, cuts mm-hmm. through the B gap and into the pocket on end tackle twists. Possesses traits to grab early control of the rush rep with more work. Slices through redirection and recovery blocks like butter. Oh, like butter. I like butter. Like butter. Okay, here's his weaknesses. Lacks explosive get off and ability to bend and flatten at the arc. Okay. Mm. Hands need to become more skilled and violent as a pro rusher. Can play can be upright and narrow at the point of attack. Slower to process movement and loses his contain. Delayed punch and separation allowing blockers into his frame and finally needs to attack blocks with a little more bitterness. Mm. Okay. All right, there you go. All right, there you go. Well, Paul, Paul said that those oily hips, that's the first two pages of Philip Rivers' autobiography. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah, hey. The, the, the line that stood out to me, and I don't remember it specifically, but it had something to do with the tight end and the point of attack. And all it makes me think about is someone that can freaking get on Travis Blow Kelsey. Up Travis Let's Kelsey, go. right? That's all I heard, man. Yes. Hey, man. What was the yes. line? I was the tight end, something about a tight end at the point of attack. That's all I heard. That's all I heard. In yeah. That. All right. Let me find out. We'll let me take him. Can handle the tight end at the point of <laughs> attack. Or, yeah. Something like that. All right. Blow Con- him up. Controls tight ends at the point of attack. That's what I'm talking That's about. That's exactly yeah. what we need we'll right there. So tight end comes up to try to chip or something like that. He Come on, Tyrese. Yes, that's, yeah, that's what we good. need. Good call, God. Michelle. And he's a Texas, he's a Texas Tech guy, so he knows how to beat up on Patrick Mahomes, there you right? Go. Oh, there you, you go, know? man. Absolutely. Red Raider jackasses. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah let's go, Tyree. Tyree Wilson. I, I think I'm in. Now I'm, I think in. I'm in. Well, I'm yeah. in after I'm in. that. Yeah. I'm in. <laughs> oh, how we not be? We're, yeah, I'm ready yeah. to divorce Hendon Hooker and marry Tyree Wilson. <laughs> yeah, yeah, easy with that shit. Easy with that shit. Hit us a break, Swag. You're listening to The Violator, and I'm live on Raider Fan Radio. Where you at, baby? 
Hey, so uh, so if you tuned in late, uh, where the hell were you? But uh, <laughs> but hey, we're we're uh, raffling off this thing right here. It's a signed silver football with Ray Guy, all time greatest punter of all time, Hall of Fame twenty fourteen, right there. JSA certified, right there. Uh, get in the mix, man. Every ten dollar donation gets you one poker chip into the running to win this bad boy here. We've raised. Uh, we're, I mean, we're over a hundred bucks for sure tonight. Nice. So yeah, Let's so much go. much respect. And then uh, and then the uh, secondary prize tonight will be. The this uh, signed football from Epi- or from uh, Super Bowl. What is that? Fifty? Is that fifty three? Fifty three. Is it fifty three? The L I I I. Yeah, fifty three. And if you're a big Maroon Five guy or gal, then then this night is yours. <laughs> Good stuff. There, I mean, Jeff. there's not a lot of those out there. I would imagine, right? So I it's mean, a select group. It's a select group. We have hundred and four people watching now. Surely one of you one is a part of the Maroon, Maroon no, I'm Five. About the ball. There's oh, the ball. Oh, this is like no. That's like so. So I want to get so much respect to to my dad's girlfriend. Melissa. So she uh, she donated this ball to the One Nation yeah. Foundation. So um, so Melissa wins every raffle ever. Thank goodness she's not in the chat because she'd win every week. <laughs> oh. She'd win every week. So so she it was a thing with Pepsi yeah. because Pepsi did the halftime show or whatever for that. So she just like text to win or whatever yeah. and she won the prize. This I mean, is like this a, is like musical like a, memorabilia. It's like a I mean, one of two or something yeah. like that. Like this is like yeah. a super it's legit, a legit item. Piece, it's a legit, it's a legit yeah. piece. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, good stuff there. So appreciate you, um, uh, Melissa, for donating that ball. Yeah, and Wyatt uh, Raider. He's a Wyatt he Raider. He, he's a he's a big Maroon Five <laughs> big guy. Maroon Five maroon guy. Five guys. If he's not talking about the Ray guy one, no, whatever. No, he's no, no. That's Maroon no, Five. No, Wyatt Wyatt Raider. What he he splits logs out in Wyoming and listens to Maroon Five. <laughs> <Yeah>. That's <laughs> what he does. I mean, how uplifting that must have been. My that gosh. must be <laughs> absolutely. Oh, film that. We want to see that. We want to yeah. see you listen. Listening to Maroon Five splitting logs, Split, like everyone's absolutely like barehanded. Bare, he cuts down trees and then and carries them in on his shoulder. Yeah, yep. Listening to Maroon Five. Yep. Listening to Maroon that's, Five. That's the linchpin. Solid. It's absolutely. the Maroon yeah, Five. It's right? solid. Yeah, yeah, he's got the moves like Jagger. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jeez, yeah, you did. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Right, Maroon so that, Five should be like giving us money. We just really pump them up. I know, right? Yeah, really. right? Yeah, yeah, we might be the only people pumping them up right now. <laughs> Wyoming Raider says I use my teeth. Of course you do. On, on the logs are Maroon bite Five. Hey, <laughs> bite sound trees. Uh, don't uh, use your teeth. Don't, 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 don't do, do that. that. Don't do All that. right, so let's go. Uh, so this is a fun story. So I got a couple of random things for you before we get to the Sea of Fans mailbag, <laughs> which is where we hear from you, and because more of you and less of us is a good thing. Right. Um, so I'm a big fan now. I'm a big, big fan of Austin Hooper. You know, me too, dude. I me like, too. I kind of like this signing of Austin Hooper, of course, tied in for the um, for the Falcons, in which he had a pretty modest career as a Falcon. Um, then he goes over to the Cleveland Browns, and actually, I take that back. His last year with the Falcons was pretty darn good. Right. Uh, he played in 13 games. Uh, he started 10 of them. He had 75 receptions for 787 yards and six touchdowns. Pretty respectable. Uh, then he goes to Cleveland in 2020. Uh, starts in 13 games, has 46 receptions for 435 yards. That's still a 9.5 average per catch Mm -hmm. um, and has four more touchdowns. Uh, Then next year, production drops off a little bit, but so did the productivity at quarterback, so that kind of makes sense. Right. Uh, And then in 2022, uh, he he plays in 
17 games, all 17 games for the Tennessee Titans. He only starts in two of them, but he has 41 receptions for 444 yards, 11-yard average per catch, and two more touchdowns. Like, the dude's got freaking legit numbers. So, yeah. I want to give uh, definitely give respect to to Austin well, Hooper. What, what, what are those numbers compared to Darren Waller last year? Well, there you go. Huh? And, and dude started seventeen games. Or yeah. Played, yeah. Excuse me, played yeah. in seventeen games. Resilient. Yeah. How many games did freaking Darren Waller play in? Right. Yeah. So um, so anyway, so good stuff there about Austin Hooper. So I'm looking forward to him on the field. Um, but also, Austin Hooper and Jimmy G are boys. Oh, even I better. I didn't know this. Even better. And guess what? They were hanging out one night in Nashville. They were. Yeah. And listen to what Austin Hooper had to say about Jimmy G. So I gave you the Austin Hooper side of this story. Then there's a Jimmy G component to this story. This is pretty damn funny. So listen (laughs) to how Jimmy G, what his life experience is like when he's off the football field. A brothel offered Jimmy free sex for life already. Welcome to Vegas, Jimmy. I feel like of all the things Jimmy needs, that's probably not high on the list. Like He's probably okay on his own. I was with him in Nashville. We're just hanging out, having a drink, right? And that was the only time I've ever seen women actually get into a physical altercation over who's going to talk to Jimmy. And the whole time, like, we were sitting having a conversation. Both of them were coming up, being a little thirsty, and Jimmy just being good. Oh, hey, you know, hey, good, good to meet you, whatever. And it's like, no, I don't want to talk to Jimmy. No, I want to talk to Jimmy. And then we look over and just a whirlwind of nails, extensions flying. Oh, and me, damn. I was like, oh my God, like, is this real life? And you can tell, like, this wasn't Jimmy's first rodeo because he was just calmly just takes a sip. It's good to see you guys just. <laughs> what a baller. On to the next play. And then they're like, where's Jimmy? Where's Jimmy? And you see Jimmy just sneak in the cab. I was just like, that's a quarterback right there. <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me of like that's some stabler shit. I want some swag in Dude, there, like right? that, you know? Don't you think, Michelle? Yeah, yeah, Dude. absolutely. Like, yeah, a little of that Raider mystique. Like, yeah. I mean, he can just be like, "All right, guys, I'm out. I'm out." Yeah, put, his, put the cash on the table and head out. Absolutely. I, mean. Dude, yeah, I thought that was a cool and, story. And I, yeah. think, I think that was a really good comparison. What you just uh-huh. said right there, because that give that gives that like snake standing over there talking to the Bronco cheerleaders or whatever. You know what I mean? Like gives that vibes pretty hardcore. I love it. Yeah. That was fun stuff there. So good stuff there from Austin Hooper. Looking forward to seeing him play. Uh, in, in a Raider uniform. Ron says if Philip Rivers looked like Jimmy Garoppolo, we'd all be half brothers and sisters right now. <laughs> the absolute disdain that Ron and Paul have for Philip Rivers is freaking top notch. It's pretty man. good. It it's is pretty so good. good. Know, it is right? my, one of my favorite things. I love it. Never stop, guys. Wyo says 22 years from now, there are 67 quarterback prospects coming out of UNLV. <laughs> Oh my god! I do find it funny that a brothel um, would think they need to give Jimmy G free sex. Like, that is I mean, that's clearly there are women throwing themselves at him at bars in Nashville. So right? He needs any I think that was they were yeah, that's so funny. Just trying to snag a Jimmy G got them oily hips. Ah, jeez, <laughs> Jeff. Stacy Ruff said it moves like Jagger. Go figure. Yeah, he does. All right, next up. So, so here's a fun one. So the NFL this year. Yes. This offseason has approved the use of the number oh. zero. Oh, yeah. Okay, not double zero, but the number zero. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Christian Gonzalez, who yes. wore that at, at Oregon. I'm not a huge fan of the number zero. I don't I don't know. I mean, I guess you can use it like, you know, you could have it signify like no one can cover me, like mm-hmm. zero people oh, yeah. can cover me. 
no one gave me a chance. Like whatever, like you could spin it yeah. with zero a, di- a bunch of different ways. But it's normally, the, it's normally Jim Otto or mascots. Right, right, exactly. Well, but here's what's unique, and let me go ahead and play this first, and then I'm going to tag what's interesting about Jim Otto here okay. after we hear from uh, your best friend and ours, uh, Kyle Brent. Oh, good. So almost exactly 50 years ago, we came out with a numbering system as the one that most of us grew up with. Low numbers, the specialists and quarterbacks, linemen in the 60s and 70s, and that stood for years and years and years and years and years and years. But when they came out with this, they said, no more single zero and no more double zero. There's no official explanation why other than just, we're tightening things up. What's fun now is that guys can be grandfathered in. If you wore double zero at this point before this, you could rock it out on the field. So then we got legends. Only two players worn in 1974, Jim Otto retired from the NFL. Jim Otto was double O and his name was Otto. So he became double O Jim Otto and it was just perfect. You're seeing a lot of wordplay with the number and the names, and I'm sure this falls somewhere Odell will wear O and we'll all lose our minds, but it'll be perfect. So Mm -hmm. Jim Otto is a legend. He played in the Heidi game, the Holy Roller. There he is snapping the ball. He did it. So who's the last player to ever wear a zero and catch a touchdown pass to make a big play on offense? Guys, that's Ken Burrow of the Houston Oilers. You're going to see a wide receiver. Get ready, because you're going to see it this year. There's Kenny Stabler. Yes. Throwing left-handed to a wide receiver wearing double zero in an Oilers uniform, and the, the optics are just insane. Just insane. Pretty cool, right? That was uh, 1981. Was the last player to wear double zero in a game. All right, so that was pretty cool. So Jim Otto was not the last player in the NFL to wear to wear double zero. Of course, obviously the last Raider, but he's the second last player. But I did think it was interesting that the last player to wear double zero caught a touchdown pass from Kenny Stabler, uh, although it was an Oilers uniform. <laughs> but one of the things, so so Kyle's right. It was double O Jim Otto, and that's why he chose the zero zero. What he leaves out, though, is that the reason he chose double zero wasn't for the O and the O in his name. It was because another way to say zero is ought. Like a yeah. 30-06, right? Yeah. Like the gun. So it's Ot O. So it's literally the guy's name. That's why he wore Ot O. So I, I I think it's really cool. I'm really glad they're not bringing back double zero. I'm glad it's just a single zero. Um, Marcus Epps, who is uh, just newly signed uh, Raiders safety, is wearing the number one, which I think is interesting. We've only had three other players wear the number one. It was Ronald Curry before he became a wide receiver. It was when he was a... Um, uh, quarterback for the Raiders. Right. Uh, then there's, of course, Deshaun Jackson of yep. recent history. Yep. And Tyron Johnson, also another w- wide yep. receiver in recent yep. history. Uh, all wore the number one. So I'm asking you guys this. Uh, right now, no one's wearing the number zero. Right. Is there anybody that you think would be a fit? Like he mentioned in there, in there Odell. Like, okay, I get the O for Odell. Like, that would make sense to me. Even though, again, I don't care for the aesthetics of it. But is there a player you could think of for the Raiders that would wear zero. I can't really think of any, but for no. some reason, maybe it's because of the aesthetics of the number five. I think of Divine Diablo. Oh, like maybe something like that. Diablo. Would... Diablo. There See, you there go. you go. That... Well, and if we draft Hendon Hooker, then Diablo will go to zero, and Hendon Hooker will go to five. What you wore? What you wore at UT? At UT. Yeah. So, so I don't know. Anybody jumps out at you, Michelle? I can't. Like I, don't... I can't think of anybody. And I don't know if, like, I just, I don't know if that looks good on our jersey. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Maybe in those, like, you know, you think about, like, some of the more, you know, ornate jerseys nowadays, like the the Rams and whatnot. Like, maybe that works. But, like, just the classic Raider jersey, like, 
I don't know. I yeah, don't know if I'm down with it. It would be so, like, obvious. You know, like, it would be weird. It just seems like it I would like, be weird to pick it and it be so, like, hard to explain. And, you know yeah. what I'm yeah. saying? Like, it would have to be, like, specific. Well, I think that, like, if you're, you know, like, he, he mentioned Odell. If you're yeah. Neil O'Donnell. Right. Or somebody like sure. I, that. there makes sense. Chat room, what do you guys think? Um, he said, uh, M85 says our center should wear zero. I think that might be a fun little harken yeah. back just because that's what Jim Otto was. Yeah. But Dave um, Ma- Dave Maxfield says a uh, Hobbs with a with a zero instead of an O right there. Oh, okay. Uh, but I'm you know, but I like the idea of if we go get a lockdown corner like a like mm. a Gonzalez or something like that from Oregon to Very, rock that because, because that's the new Raiders man, and that's his college number, and it's his okay. college that's number, and, cool. and, and it makes you know, sense. Yeah. So t- yeah. In 2023, we can wear the zero. So let's get a. 2023 draft like to it. rock like the zero there you go. and set yeah, that standard. That's it. That's the. Yep. Mm-hmm. You solved the puzzle, Swago. Good job, everybody. <laughs> oh, thank uh, you. And uh, I want to shout out and give respect to Foxy Scorpio yeah. in the chat room, uh, yes. who drops a fifty dollar donation. Let's go. Thank you so much, Foxy Scorpio. That will get you uh, five entries into the uh, to the running to win uh, either the Ray Guy autographed Hall of Fame football from 2014 or the Maroon 5 autographed football from 2019. Uh, and Foxy Scorpio says, I hope we draft Hooker and the wide receiver. Uh, oh, jeez. Tommy Coltsor. <laughs> oh, <laughs> him, yeah. Tommy Coltsor. Out of uh, Southern Toledo Polytech. Everyone is sleeping on Coltsor, but that kid has the goods. <laughs> He's got the goods, all right. Yeah, he does. He's got the goods, all right. Oh my gosh, good one, Foxy Scorpio. Appreciate you. Appreciate that donation very, very much. As it goes to the uh, uh, One Nation Foundation. Um, M eighty five in there. Uh, oh, and sweet Allison Chain's uh, avatar, by the way, oh, um, yeah. says also a play on cal- on uh, calibrations centered at zero. Oh, oh so the sender wearing the center. zero. I'm down. That's fun. That's fun. That's yeah. that's good stuff there. So appreciate you. All right, more of you, less of us. Let's go to see your fans. Mm-hmm. There he is, fading, looking, Tom looking, Tom. looking. He's under the gun. He's tied, he's thrown. It is. All right, appreciate you, Raider Nation, joining us here for this episode of Raiders Fan Radio. Uh, we're going to go for probably about another 30 minutes or so, so hang in there as we go through the um, the calls and the emails. We don't have a ton to get to this week because it is kind of an off time of the, of the season, uh, but got a few to get to. And so if you want to join us at any time, you can call the show at 909-345-3346. That's 909-345-3346. Uh, and you can uh, leave a message. And if you leave a message three times, uh, we will refer to you as a new made man or made woman. Uh, or you can email the show an indefinite amount of times. And our email is get your pen. Okay. All right. It's show. Uh huh. This is an incredibly inventive email address. Sure is. Okay. Show. Yes. It is S. Uh huh. H. Uh huh. O. Uh huh. W. Mm. Okay. Not. W, right? Not like shoo, sh- like sh- ow. The letter after V, not two U, not Thank previous. You. Oh, yeah, the letter yeah, yeah. that comes after V. Yep, yep, it's yep. W. You, Michelle, do you think that because 
the W looks like two W's next to each other. That's where it got its name. I'm telling myself that yes. Okay. Yeah. Right, yeah. Let's go with I it. I believe that's what that means. Okay. Let's go with it. Yeah. All right. So S. Yeah. H. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is the Andy Kaufman section of the. Hey. <laughs> we go a long this way for a joke. The longest, the longest <laughs> segment on we our do show. Do what we want here. All right. Yeah. Show, show. That's S H O W. And the, the chat's helping us out too. They're oh, they're all, all, they're all, they're all, 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 all over. If people don't hear it. They're gonna see. They're gonna it. see so, it. That's right. Yeah, they got true. us covered. Absolutely. Yeah, Grumpy Raider fans got us in there with the W. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, appreciate you. It. So, uh, Jeff <laughs> hey, and I. Hey, so T. So before we uh, move on, so yeah, yeah, yeah show yeah. the Raiders, Mary, and uh, yeah, all, all that shit, <laughs> right? So, so, so T. Hum says, uh, "O.J. Howard." Should have worn oh, zero. Oh, okay. That, that's, too, that yeah. works. That yeah. works. I like yeah, it. that's fun. Yeah. That's fun. I like that. All right. So Jeff and I can't read emails because <laughs> we will we will butcher them, or I right. will I will talk over them, and it will be a 19 minute segment. Right. Uh, so and we, I just can't read shit. And no, you can't because you get stung in the tongue by beams. Yeah. Uh, but so we had turn over that responsibility, of course, to the lovely Michelle. We appreciate you, Michelle, for yes. for handling the emails. And uh, who do we have tonight? Okay, well, after that, now I think I'm probably going to really rip these terrible. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. First, we have Hooligan Nation. Okay. What's up, Raiders Fan Radio, Made Men and Women, Murph, Swag Jeff, and the living F bomb, Michelle? <laughs> <laughs> Hooligan Nation again from the 515. And I don't have much to say tonight, but wanted your take on two things. One, Mark Davis says he didn't kick anyone out of the stadium or have anyone kicked out of the stadium for a negative sign. And that it pissed him off. Yet it took him months to say anything about it publicly and didn't seem to offer anything to the fan that was kicked out. So are you buying this shit? Also, this push to be able to flex to a Thursday night game. Am I the only one that thinks this is just more ways for the NFL to price out the diehard working class fan? So we're just supposed to book hotels from Thursday through Monday anytime we want to go to a game. How the hell is this supposed to work? Maybe I'm just venting. And at the end of the day, I'm going... I'm going to the damn game anyway, because bleep, the NFL, right? bleep, Goodell, and bleep, Thursday night football. Nice. Just win, baby. <laughs> Raiders. Nice. What do you think about that, Jeff? What What do you think about the? Yeah, well, you know, well, and first off, much, much respect to Hooligan Nation. Uh, yeah, thank you for the email. Yeah, you know, I, I mean... I, I, I trust Mark. You yeah, know, I, I really do. Yeah. You know, I really don't think that... Uh, I don't think that that, I mean, I don't think he saw that sign out in the crowd and goes, get that guy out of here. I really don't <laughs> yeah. think that because I think, you know, at the end of the day, he kind of said too, like, I'm a fan as well. Like he knows that we deserve better. Right. So like he probably kind of halfway agreed with the sign. How could you not when you have a six and 11 record Absolutely. at the end of the day? Yeah. And that's why we're making the moves that we're making mm-hmm. because we deserve better yeah. and we're building something better. Yeah. So, so yeah, no, I, 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 I agree with that. And you know, I mean, what? What's he gonna do? I mean, is he? I mean, right after that, is he gonna be like, oh, you know, I did, I agreed with that, or you know, yeah, I kicked that some bitch yeah, out, you yeah. know, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, he's not gonna do that. I mean, so yeah. you know, people yeah. probably asked him, and for the hundredth time, he probably was like, okay, fine, I'll address it. Yeah, I didn't have anything to do with that shit. Yeah, you yeah. Know? Well, because I guess at, at what point would he just come out and and address it without being asked? Because I'm sure things happen. So many things happen that we don't even know about that he's getting inundated with questions. So sure, maybe he didn't eventually answer until it was a point blank like 100 the f you know and he was like hey i'm a fan i would never have yeah. done that and i if i'm not mistaken and I, I know the chat will correct me if i'm wrong but i think that fan got 
let back in without the sound. Like he wasn't kicked out and, prob- and banned. He- well, and that's yeah, that's see, and that's the narrative that I think right. some people will say is, oh, well, they kicked him out. No, they probably just maybe just told him, hey man, the sign. Will you toss yeah, that right. thing away? Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. whatever. I mean, yeah, and th- yeah. I feel like that would be for any stadium, right. In anything, like yeah, yeah. unfortunately, that state or that sign was at. Allegiant Stadium for the yeah, Raiders, yeah, yeah. but like we had a shitty season and it was bad, and yeah. so people were upset and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But I think like any other stadium would have probably also been like, "Hey man, like if you're slandering the team, like we probably don't need to see that shit in, inside here. Right. Like go toss it away and then go back and do your thing, you yeah, know." Yeah. But but it's yeah. it's all about that narrative, right? Sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. What about the Thursday? I don't know. I hadn't really paid attention to the flexing to a Thursday night thing. What uh, what is that? Do you know what that is? I'm, I, I'm I, gonna look I have into no that. idea and what then, he was talking about um, either. Hooligan Nation, I'm gonna look into it. We're gonna I look like into Thursday it. night football because yeah. we get to watch Raider games here in Middle Tennessee. Mm, yeah. So well, I, I think like it Thursday sounds night. like he's saying being able to flex to a Thursday night. Meaning, I guess they would move your Sunday night game to a Thursday night. Is that what that? I don't know. Okay. I'm gonna have to look into it. So yeah, yeah. I mean, as far as like a you know, as far as you know, the preparation time and right. stuff like that. If we had a Thursday night and right. we ended up going to a, uh, a Sunday night. Flex to a Thursday, like that would kind of be a freaking bummer. Right, right. But, you know, I mean, whatever. These guys are professional yeah. athletes. They don't care. And sorry, I just realized you guys are having to look at me the whole time that Jeff was talking. No, you didn't it's all see good. his beautiful face all- while he was answering Bring. those questions. Bring. Anyway, sorry. Um, oh, yes. <laughs> okay, everybody lean in close because this is a long one. Okay. So lean in. Just everybody, you okay. got chat. Right. Lean in. Oh, right. okay. okay. Right. Is this is from Susan Lindley. Hey, Susan. My new favorite Sea of Fans person. Okay. Wow. Okay. Can't wait for the draft. That's it. That's the. That Let's was go. Hey. That was holy cow. Susan. Susan is saying what we're all saying. Susan, two more, two so more emails. Simply, I mean, Susan. Thank you, Susan, Susan. Two more emails, and you will become a made woman yeah. on Raiders Fan Radio. Just, just keep bringing the fire. Bringing the fire. Bring that fire. Listen, talk I that, am a bull- talk that talk shit, that Susan. Yes. Being a person um, that loves a good bullet point, that's my kind of thing right there. Get to the point. Amen. It's like Jim Rome shows. They used to always say, get in, get out, and yeah. don't suck. It's like a you know, villain. They say too much. Just say, do it. Just there we go. Go for it. Yep. Okay. Good yeah. stuff, so, Susan, Susan. Appreciate you, Susan. Two more times, I, Susan. I love it. Get, I love it. It. get it. I loved it. Wyatt says Sizzler. Uh, thank you, uh, Wyatt. Listen. Spoiler alert. If, <laughs> 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 okay. Here we go. T-Hom next on, on board. Greetings, Murph, Swag Jeff, Michelle, and any other guests that might happen to show up. Raider Nation has become quite the toxic cesspool. This is what happens when you have years and years of frustration and coach after coach and regime after regime. But take hearts, my friends. When Big Reggie took the reins in 2012, the Carson Palmer damage had already been done, and that set to the organization, it set us back at least three years. But then, after the fantastic draft of 2014, it only took two more years for the Raiders to make it to the playoffs. Reggie was trying to remodel a house with limited resources and a limited budget, and he was trying to flip the house in a neighborhood that was greatly devalued. He did what he could, but he was not Mark Davis's long-term solution. Mark honestly and truly believed that Gruden was the solution, and despite the fact that Chucky had a losing record during his time in Tampa and had been away from the sidelines for quite a while, Mark gave him 10 years of leeway to rebuild the team in his image, and Gruden actually had the Raiders on the cusp of the playoffs in 2019 if not for the absolute referee thievery against the Jaguars and a horrible two-point conversion play called against the Broncos, leaving the Raiders at 7-9 and nine instead of 9-7. and seven. 
Over the past four seasons, the Raiders have had more failures than an Andy Reid Weight Watchers convention. (laughs) (laughs) But there's always hope. Dave Ziegler and the coach, who I'm just going to refer to as that guy, have a plan. Fat. Fat. (laughs) That's not true. It ain't true. That ain't true. That's not true. It's not. Okay. Oh, no. Okay, let me find my place. All right. Start um, at the Andy Reid Okay, there we go. Over the past four seasons, the Raiders, that's where the wheels fell off. So that's, that's all. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, 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 there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Raiders have had more failures than an Andy Reid Weight Watchers convention. Or Sandy <laughs> Fat. <laughs> now you're shooting out the tires. Like, <laughs> Fat. Okay. You're shooting out the tires. The wheels fell off on their own. Now, now you're shooting sabotaging ourselves. Fat of the week. You look like melted ice cream. Oh, I can actually hear you getting fatter. Who's fat? Too fat. Big, Big fat, fat fatty. Fat. Oops. All right, sorry. Oh, that's hey, my easy. favorite one. Sorry. Fat. Okay. Okay. All right. Whew, all right. <laughs> but there's always. We'll just have the Andy Reid. <laughs> every week. On the ready, boy. Every week. Yeah. Every week. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. Here all right. There's all right. always hope. Dave Ziegler and the coach, who I'm just going to refer to as that guy, have a plan, and that plan includes drafting at least one quarterback every year. Hey, what a novel approach! I believe the Raiders have done all right during free agency and have stayed away from paying Mercedes-Benz prices for a used-up Plymouth Reliant. And all the one-year contract guys will compete against the rookies for roster spots. And this team will be where it should have been at the end of 2020 season, primed and ready. This team will win seven, eight, or nine games, which may be just enough to pull Rich Eisen out of his depression or Jimmy G (laughs) out of the bunny ranch. (laughs) In any case, Raider Nation, keep your collective chins up. We've got the best group fan chat in the world, Truth. Amen. Even better than the Chiefs. Oh, wait, that's right. There is no Chiefs fan chat. All the Chiefs have is a fan fat. <laughs> oh, man, I, go, I lost it. I'll just do this one. There we go. He's fat. Until next time, <laughs> I am the assistant to the assistant to the GM of episode numbers, frequent contributor, proud made man, 2021 Gemini Award winner, and the possessor of a million voices and an ego almost as large as Trent Brown's waistline, T-Hom. Nice, T-Hom. Nice. Right on, Dave. That was good. Ron says beef will get you through it. (gasps) It will. Where's that sound? It gives you strength. It gives you strength. I bet this is what plays when Andy Reid wakes up. It's this, his alarm. This is like For his sure. alarm. Yeah. When he walks into the into his into the, the meeting room, they're just like and B vitamins <laughs> going sure. for a whole new pride in strength. This is his version of rise and grind. <laughs> and he makes everybody eat beef. Oh, for sure. Before they do anything. Absolutely. Perfect. <laughs> beef gives strength. It gives it you strength. Really it really does. It, Let's be honest. It helps you through it. <laughs> Clearly, yeah. It gives it you power. It helps you through it. it get, it gives oh you power. It does give you power. <laughs> Damn it. What have we been doing? <laughs> I don't know. What? <laughs> We're never going to get through these emails. <laughs> this is a long one. This is, okay. this, is, this is Paul. Okay, all right, here we go, Paul. All right, Paul, I'm going right. to do you, do you proud here, Paul. Paul? Oh, the f- <laughs> what's that? It's a mayfly. Sorry, guys. I 
but did you see how I censored myself? Yeah, you did. That was oh, good. Getting good. Yeah. All right. Hey, everybody. Hope everyone is doing okay. Firstly and most importantly, my best wishes to everyone in the South hit by the recent storms. I hope things improve for you soon and you're all safe. Also, of course, the census tragedy at the school in Nashville. Words fail me when something like that happens. It's yeah. heartbreaking. Condolences to everyone. Yes. Thank you, Paul. Thank, Thank, you. Yeah, Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, Thank you. absolutely. Yeah. We're now in one of those quiet spells in between free agency and the draft where things go off the boil a bit as everybody focuses on the end of April. There are things we do know and things we don't. For example, we know we currently have 12 picks. I really can't see us using all of them, especially with the UDFAs to come as well. So hopefully we can pick up seven or eight solid players and use the other picks to our advantage. We can be fairly certain that there will be movement on the board at some point, but in which direction is anyone's guess. We might even package some of the remaining picks with another player and look to next year's draft. Sadly, I don't see Hunter Renfro starting the season in silver and black. I believe post-June 1st, we can make another big saving on his current deal, and with the arrival of Jacoby Myers, Hunter could become our next big name to move on. <sighs> I'm afraid of that too, same, man. Same, yeah. I, for one, hope not, because I think he could still do a good job for us. The only doubt I do have with him is a point raised by our brother Wasted Talent when he talked recently about Renfro's recurring issues around concussions. He took some big hits last year, and it leaves oh. its mark on some yeah. more than others. Good so point. True. Yeah, absolutely. The other player that could be involved in a surprise trade could be Josh Jacobs, another player I think we should keep. At this stage, none of the other running backs have been released. We never saw anything of Britton Brown last year. Zeus is going into year two, and, sin and Sincere McCormick is now available as well. So the running back group is still stacked. Josh's stock is very high right now. His contract is manageable for a lot of teams, and I wow. firmly believe we're going to be involved in a shock trade on day one. Ooh. Yeah. I know it's a I long know. shot, and I hope I'm wrong. I like the hot take. Yeah, it's a hot take. Yeah, take. But don't be surprised if somebody comes knocking for number 28 on draft day. Don't forget that Darren Waller was part of the plans right up to the time we traded him. Only Adams and Crosby are truly safe. I watched uh -huh. the interview with Coach McDaniels and Dave Ziegler at the owners' meeting, and they both seem very calm and assured about the upcoming few weeks. I'm hoping it's because they are ahead of the game and know exactly where they need to be. They go about their business very quietly, so it's hard to tell. We also know that after this draft, there can be no excuses. This will be McZiggler's team 100%, and they're in one of the biggest pressure cookers in the world in Vegas. And if they think the first year was tough, it's nothing to what will come at them if they get this wrong. There are many phobias and fears in life, one of them being a fear of clowns. Clowns come in many guises, from traditional circus performers to politicians, Hall of Fame voting committees, and a <laughs> large percentage of people on social media. Yes. Mm, true. Sadly, we've all seen our fair share at the Raiders over the years, on and off the field. Personally, I don't hate clowns at all. In fact, Stephen King's brilliantly evil Pennywise has to be one of the best creations in modern literature and cinema. What I don't want to see is another Raiders GM head coach partnership join the list of most the most hated variety. Come on. Man. That's good. And there's no reason why they should be. It's not difficult, really, is it? Just do your jobs, guys. Uh oh. Oh, no. Oh. What happened? I'm I was trying to switch to the next page. I oh. couldn't separate oh, the pages. I was, I was afraid you didn't have it. I was it. in a panic. No, I had it. It was, it was on me. Oh, okay. Let me. Just do your job, guys. Make informed, sensible decisions. Don't reach. Focus on team needs. And if you really want somebody badly enough... Then go and get them. Simple, isn't it? Just do your job, baby. It's been a long time since we had a full draft to be really proud of. Way too long. So let's grab this one by the nuts. 
be aggressive <laughs> and get everybody excited for the new season. <laughs> Stay safe, RFR family. Love you, Raider Nation. His Lordship, the Royal Scribe, Paul Edgerton, Shropshire, Mississippi, three times Fanny Award winner, BRT Sizzler scorekeeper, proud made man, five, five times, time, five, five times, five times, time, 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 times two. He's got plus one times two. What happened? Did something happen? Did Wait we miss something? Oh, did he win? He's got five times, five times, five times, plus one times two. Oh, so he... Wait, so that's... that's. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Did we give him a sizzler he got last a sizzler. week? Because it was him and... So it'd be six times. So it's five times, five times, five times, plus one times two. He's right. So five times, five times, six times, times two? Like, does the plus one get added to the five, the last no, five, five times? Five, time, five, time, five, time, five, time. No, five times, five times, five times, five times, times two, one. plus one. Oh, he's That's got plus what one it is. times That's two. what it is. Five times, five times, five times, times two, plus one. That's what it is. God dang it. We shouldn't have given <laughs> <laughs> We take that shit back, Paul. Hey, Paul. Delete one. No. Yeah. So so wait. So it so, says he's got written out five time, five time, five time plus one. No, okay. Times okay. Two. But but he also put Fanny Award three time Fanny Award winner. No. 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 It's five time, five time. No. Start it. Read it again. Oh yeah yeah okay. His oh, lordship, the Rose Guy, Paul Fanny Award winner. What the Paul? What are you doing? You're what's, what's, <laughs> Pemdas, you're, yeah, see, Ron, that's the problem. Math, that's clearly, we don't, Ron said PEMDAS, P-E-M-D-A-S. Paul, I don't we know. love you, but go back to your, well, it's go back to the OG equa- stuff. It's like parentheses equal, it's the math. Oh, it's math? It's, a, it's an equation. Oh, we please, love numbers, excuse, but we don't do math around here. Please excuse my dear Aunt Sally, we got to use that rule. That's it. That's the, yeah. Is that's the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, equals, parentheses, yeah, 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 yeah. Multiplication. Division. Paul, Paul says I. Paul says I changed it. That's what it is. Okay. Okay. Well, appreciate that. Five times. Five times. Five times. Times two plus one. one. Winner of the Raiders fan Raider BRT Sizzler Award. (laughs) Good job. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, math is hard. Paul says I'll take off my last sizzler. You lose. You get nothing, Paul. Put the fire out, Paul. Paul, Paul. your name is Paul. 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 I met him with Paul. Who? Paul. Paul, yes, Paul. Paul's not here. Hey, Paul. Paul. Uh, hi. I'm Paul. All right, you've just, Paul, you've been a victim of cancel culture. We just canceled that one. Canceled that sizzler from last canceled week. that sizzler. Cause uh, simply because we, we can't do we math. We can't understand like, it. can't do it. Which is the logic can't of social it. media. I don't understand I, it, so let's pretend like it didn't exist. <laughs> sorry. Uh, sorry, I yeah. got my soapbox. All right. Um, <laughs> thank you for being willing to just delete it. Paul. Yes, thank you, Paul. Yeah. You know. You gotta go. Uh, we'll, we'll slip you one under the table, but just don't count it. It's gotta you, can't, you can't put that on your taxes, dude. Gotta you just a, gotta slide that under. We'll it, just slide that under. It's gotta have a cadence. Whatever the like, it's, yeah. whatever you decide it a, is, Paul, it's gotta have a cadence yeah, to it because yeah, yeah. we're too slow to figure it out on our own. Either so, that yeah. or go five times, five times, five times, plus one, plus one, plus one, plus one. <laughs> we just gotta do that for yeah, 20 yeah, minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that's a lot of plus ones. A lot of plus ones. All right, so let's get into the Sea of Fans mailbag. This is where we hear from. Thank you, Michelle, for all the emails there. Let's jump into the voicemails where you can call us at 909-345-3346 kicking us off tonight is the man that's holding it down there with his band hammer in the Raiders fan radio chat room yes uh, as Michelle mentioned is the best chat room in all of uh, this uh, whole Raider content sports Mm -hmm. media landscape of of YouTube where we are highly official uh, highly official highly influential members of the Raiders fan radio 
uh, what? Not, no, I was going to say Raider Nation. Never, whatever. I'm just going to shut up and listen to Ron. <laughs> hey, guys. What's up? Ron. Thanks, Ron. Uh, at the beginning of the offseason, uh, I think I was talking to you guys, and I was like, man, I'm really excited for this offseason. You know, I'm hoping maybe Rodgers or Brady or one of those big game guys comes in. We get some defensive help in free agency, and uh, maybe we make a real strong push. And now we're looking at free agency, and we sign, you know, this list of essentially no-name guys and, uh, you know, not trying to make a lot of moves. And um, I'm just as excited. Um and I think that, you know, the the last 20 years have baked in, like, oh, we got to change everything. we got to change everything. we got to change everything. You know, how many people are wanting McDaniels fired after one year? Um, those are the things that we've done forever that haven't, haven't worked. Um, I think people need to sit back and appreciate the, the plan that's happening, and they haven't been dishonest. They've, they've been pretty straightforward with what they want to do. And I think last year they gave the roster a chance and it just wasn't what they thought it was coming in. And I think, you know, Mark Davis even echoed that at the owner's meeting um, that they, you know, he said they didn't quite understand what they were coming into. Uh, You know, I think he had a pretty good understanding of that roster um, and that maybe they overachieved in in past years. Um, It's not the plan I thought was going to happen. It's a different plan, but I like that I can see what their plan is and I understand it and, it's an adult decision to say, "Hey, you know, we're gonna we're gonna take the tough road and build things right, rather than a quick fix that gets us in in trouble down the road." Which I think we've done, you know, for the last 20 years. Um, so I'm still equally excited. I'm equally excited about the draft and they, these you know, no-name guys that they've brought in are going to give us flexibility in the draft. Um, you know, you could potentially see us come out of the draft without a quarterback, and they could wait till next year and address that. Um, I think they've put a lot of resources in to a lot of spots on the roster that gives them draft flexibility, which is important to have. So I'm perfectly happy with what they've done this offseason, uh, and I'm excited for the draft to see what happens here. Um, and then I just wanted to shout out Swag. Um, you know, when wow. he, he said he's going to start saying, yeah, you're probably right to people when they – are complaining and have criticism. Mm. You know, he he's absolutely right because if you're going to criticize your team and say they they suck and they're doing all those the wrong things, well then 31 fans out of 32 are going to be right every single year. Come on, so yeah. Complaining and saying, "Oh, this," sucks. yeah, you probably are right just statistically, but you know, there's six quarterbacks active right now that have won a Super Bowl. And Joe Flacco and Nick Foles are on that list. You know, you're probably all right. It's probably not going to be our year for a Super Bowl victory, but um, I don't see any point in complaining about anything. Um, at least to the level of some, you know, some people are weeping and gnashing their teeth over over things. Um, you know, if that's you and you you think that hey, this is awful and everything's awful, maybe try to just say hey, we'll see. You know, we'll see what happens because. 31 out of 32 teams are not going to win the Super Bowl this year. Mm-hmm. And we have an organization that's trying to build for long-term success, which is what we've all kind of collectively said we wanted is long-term success, and we don't want these one-year flash and a pan things. Well, if you want that stable organization that we all say we want, there's some you know, unpleasant business sometimes that you have to 
go through to get to that point. You know, you don't just start out and become a stable organization. So um, I'm hoping that this is the foundation of that stable organization that we all want. But either way, I uh, hope everybody's doing well. Have a good day. All right, there he is, Ron. Nice. Really good call. I love when Ron calls. I do yeah. too. And like here I was. He, trying... he doesn't do very often. He yeah. doesn't call all the time because he's busy, you know, keeping <laughs> people in check the in the chat. But yeah. dude, I, Ron's just—he's top notch, yeah. dude. Well, I tried, such a good guy. I tried to attribute it to us, but I should have said Ron is a highly influential member of Raiders <laughs> fan media. That's yes. what I was trying to say earlier, yes. and that is that is Ron. And uh, and, I, and I will say this that I loved something that he said there that has resonated with me for a long time. That um, in sports, as fans. Negativity is easy mm. because 31 teams lose. Only one team wins the Super Bowl. Whether same thing, whether you're an NBA fan or you're a wh- you whatever. ain't first, you're last, right? right? Like I mean, a lot of losing. Losing is. I used to talk about to my kids about this when we were when I would coach and whatnot. Like if you gotta not like losing, but you have to understand the value of it mm-hmm. because you gotta not like where you're at in order to be able to get better in order to to, to become a winner. Um, but anyways, but in, in terms of a fanscape, like you can sit here and shit on the Raiders day in, day out, year in, year out, season in, season out, and be right. There's no, there's nothing that there's no evidence to prove otherwise because the team hasn't won. And then that story is true for Browns fans, yeah. for Titans fans, for what like whatever team, unless you're a Patriot or a Chief fan of recent history. You're pretty much a loser. Mm-hmm. So it's easy to be negative. So I think it's harder to then not necessarily like buy into a false narrative or, or try to like create something that's not there, but try to find something that is of value or positivity because otherwise you're just going to be pissed off and mad and sad and whatever else as a fan all the time. Mm-hmm. So why not? It's it's harder to look for little beacons of things. It's harder to look for good news than it is to just go, well, the Raiders suck. We suck for this long. We're gonna suck again. That's easy, man. Yeah. Be and better. Like how like try to, harder to do that to the team that you love and that you rep and that you cheer for every Sunday. Like, what a weird thing to do. Like, it just seems. God, find something else to pour that passion into, and then save a little bit of it for how much you love the Raiders. Sure. If it's just gonna be negative, like. What the? That's not even. There's then no why be a fun fan? in that. There's yeah. no fun. And that's, it's and that's fun. the thing. No, and that's it's okay the, to criticize, but sure. there's no fun. hundred percent. Constant negative. What are 100%. you? What are you doing? Yeah, it's easy to do that. I will never say that the Raiders suck. No. Never. Never. Ever. Ever. Even if we go zero and seventeen, we do not suck. Mm-mm. We had a rough go, man. Yeah. That was tough. But I will never say, man, we this we're trash, bro. Like, get the out of here with that stuff man like we're raider nation dude like we, we have super bowls if, right. if when all else fails if none of our players do anything worth a shit at the end of the day we got three lombardis we can turn around yeah. and go man that was dope man like we don't suck man it's a little tougher now yeah. but man look at that stuff but like you just said look at the browns look at the titans they ain't never won shit bruh it's easy for them chargers to go, you know yeah. char- amen the freaking chargers mm. man the overhyped most overhyped team in nfl history you know like yeah yeah they can say they suck because that's easy for them because 
they ain't had nothing else but suck. As they've sucked. Yeah. You know what Absolute, I mean? Like, yeah. come on. Tony yeah. Sherford, uh, or Shefford, excuse me. Tony Shefford in the chat says, I'm never going to say we suck. More like, yeah, we struggling, but the future is bright. That's it. I love that Truth. idea. And like, you know, you mentioned the Chiefs. We gave the Chiefs 40 years to catch up, and they finally caught us. It's oh, now good. three to three in terms of Super Bowls. Good you, for you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Good we, for like, you. We gave yeah. them a lot of runway. But I, but I tell this, again, going back to teaching points. Tell us to my kids all the time. You're not stupid. You did a stupid thing. Yeah, right. Yeah. But you're yeah. not stupid. I'm never going to say the Raiders suck because mm. they don't. Right. The Raiders as a collective don't suck. Mm-mm. Teams underperform. Last year, 6-11. and 11, Unacceptable. The team underperformed. Yep. Nobody likes it. But the Raiders don't suck. They yeah. don't. The, we don't put this shit Man. in ink on our freaking arms of things that suck. Right. You know what I'm saying? Well, in every single game that was played, you can pick out a significant amount of players that freaking gave everything Absolutely. that they had. You know, so like you can't ever say now. Maybe at the end of a game when we lost, I'd like freaking you know suck. Like I might say that you know in the heat of the moment when I'm angry, but I'm never gonna just say the outright collective. the collective. Mm, no, no, writers go hard. Like go I don't hard. even care. Like I'm never. I would never. Well, and, and, I'll, and I'll say this too, man. I mean, people will say whatever they want to say, man, but. At the end of the day, Raiders is more than football. Absolutely. It's more Preach. than football. I mean, Ron just said that. Raiders are bigger than oh, the team okay. on the field. Well, well there you yeah. go. I mean, this is really family. This is, sure this is more than here. It's a lifestyle. It's family, man. You yeah. know, so, so I mean, you're going you're gonna to look at your brother and say he sucks? Right. Like, nah, bro. Like, this is... This is more than Amen. this mm-hmm. is more than just football. Yeah, Good stuff. absolutely. Good yeah. stuff. Uh, shout out that uh, donation in there in the in the in the chat room, Swago. Yeah, yeah. Seamus Harrington. Seamus is, 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 is how you is pronounce it. Is that Seamus Harrington? Ten dollar donation. Shout out from Alameda. Love the hey, show. Hey, nice. respect Alameda, man. That. Absolutely. Yeah. Much, much respect. Thank you for the ten dollar donation. Hey, so good friend of the show, uh, QB Jeff, Jeff Murphy. Uh, yes. From Alameda, Alameda High School. Yeah. Al- from Alameda, all-time passing leader at Alameda High School. Went on to Laney College in Oakland, and then, of course, the MTSU Blue Raiders. So uh, uh, we definitely got connections back to Alameda around here, and appreciate you, Seamus, and that $10 donation. And that gets you in the running for the uh, Ray Guy autograph football and the Maroon 5 football. All right, so we're going to go all the way from Alameda, California, yep. all the way across the country, out to New Jersey, and let's check in with our good buddy, Rev Raider. What's going on, Murph? Uncle Mosh? Young Swaggo, Michelle Sweat. It's Rev. Raider Caller from Jersey. Um, I just wanted to start off, and I want to give some respect to you guys. First off, a couple weeks back, I was watching how or listening how Swag, he was reciting Paul's feel. <laughs> and it was a good thing to hear because that just shows how much you guys love this stuff that you do. You know, Thank you, you're Rev. ingrained in your fandom. And I appreciate that that passion and stuff, you know. And that's what always makes for a great show with you guys. And that's why I always enjoy you guys. So I just wanted to give respect there. Um, I just want to talk about where we're at with, with the team, you know. Um, I had to catch myself for a second because I was like, you know, when we – Picked up Jimmy G, you know. I guess I got caught up in all the uh, press clippings and hearing the talking heads and stuff like that, or even hearing some of the, the content creators. It's, I kind of had it set in my mind that I didn't want him either. But 
at the end of the day, I had to catch myself and realize sometimes when it comes to growth, you're going to be uncomfortable. There's going to be some things that happen that you don't like, you know. So sometimes, so we need to get uh, comfortable in our uncomfortability because it seems like they're doing things that we're not used to seeing, you know. Could be good, could be bad, but we just got to ride it out. At the end of the day, do we have a choice, you know? And then also, I also thought from another spectrum, you know, sometimes when you're ingrained in trying to make moves to grow or move to success, uh, the people on the outside looking in, they're not going to see your vision. Uh-huh. So we can be those people on the outside looking in, hating on their vision of what they have to make the team grow. So we just got to just sit back and stay the course. Like I said, do we have a choice? You know, <laughs> we got to root for this team regardless. There's some moves that, you know, it seems like it could make sense, and they're, they're being fiscally responsible with the money, it seems like, and they're making smart moves. So I could appreciate that, you know. So we just got to be patient. Let's even see what the draft brings. You know, and then once the season starts, we'll figure out and we can hate then if that if it comes to that. Amen. But that's, that's all it. I got. Just wanted to speak a couple of thoughts on that. Always love the show. Peace, guys. Oh, there he is. Hey. Rev Raider, man. Good stuff. Yeah, Rev. I love it. Basically, bro. I mean, until you got a reason to be negative, Michelle. Yeah. Like, you know, try I, to make I gotta say one thing about Raider Please. Nation, man. We are resilient, boy. We will Amen. bounce back into hope like fast man <laughs> I, know, I, right? I mean but what else are you gonna do what else can you do i mean descend into sadness like hell no, no i don't want to do that like yeah man let's go let's go yeah, why not us man is, you know what i mean well, hey at the end it. of the day man why not us why not us yes. Amen. yeah i you know, love so, it when it's funny because like every like whenever the the season is like kind of out of yeah. reach and the thing's gone to shit I'm always like, well, thank you, Raiders, for relieving me of the burden of expectation, and I'm just going to like whatever. But then every it's so predictable. Yeah. Every year, yeah. a couple moves happen. We get far enough away from the shit show, and all of a sudden You're I'm like, like huh? Oh, shit. Hey, all right, this can make some sense. Yep. Yep. You know what I mean? Start yeah. whatever. Well, and yeah, it, well, and if that's, that's too Pollyanna and too positive, like uh, if, that's, if, if that's the flaw, if that's the thing that I'm guilty of is trying to find the bright side man, of things, then let well, it and that's, and that's, I mean, as a fan of any team in any sport, whatever, mm-hmm. especially our Raiders, man, like why be a fan of anything? Just go stare at a wall somewhere <laughs> or go do something. Yeah. Go be a sad sack somewhere else. If you can't find positivity in the things that you enjoy to do and what you're passionate about, then what the F are you doing, man? Then find something if else. If you're going to go be sad, go be sad about something else. Yeah. Go watch the news. Go do something different, man. Like if you're a passionate Raider fan, Find the positive yeah. somewhere, man. And also like, just save love it. it. Save that for the season yes. when maybe we do lose, and then you've got right. you've been sad. Right, like, right, right. Le- yeah. I mean, save it. Like, save it for the Rams. And game. we're not trying to tell you yeah. how to fan. Like, I know everybody's like, "Don't tell me how to fan." Like, no, it's we're we're like trying to help you figure out. We don't, your mental health is important. Yeah, you know, like, and if you just are sad and constantly just negative all the time man that shit will eat you alive absolutely and if you're gonna be negative and you call yourself and then you can be mad if you call yourself a fan but all you're doing is being negative 
Are you a fan? Find something like, else, come man. on, man. Yeah. And that's it. And that's it. And I think Murph said that a couple For shows ago. Like, if you're like, if something is like affecting you that exactly. seriously, yeah. then like you have to make that choice to be like, right. I'm gonna yeah, do something can... way yes. different than yeah. this because yeah. this, it just, shit just ain't gonna work, man. You that's, know? That's, yeah. Yeah. And exactly that's what my point was. I'm like, yeah. if it's if yes. it's a constant source of negativity in your life, then why would you do it? Yeah. Then just quit like, doing then it. I'm not gonna do it anymore. It you know? really will seep it. into all of the oh, aspects of 100%. your life. You know, like you may not think you're like negativity is, but man, yeah. that's seeping into it's seeping in places you don't even realize it. hundred percent. Absolutely. Yeah. And you know, being that, like, and we talk about all the time, like being part of Raider nation and being part of this fan base, it's a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And so if, if that lifestyle is a constant overriding negative experience for you, that I would encourage, like seriously, like take a yes. step back because mental yeah. health is important. Yeah. Like yeah. it's not, it's sports. Yeah, it ain't real life. Right. Like yeah. we can sit here and be negative Nancy's or whatever. We can t- we can lament for what the Raiders yeah. aren't. But all three of us in this room, yeah. and I suspect a lot of people in our chat room, your lives are pretty darn good. Yeah. My life today has yeah. never been better. Yeah. My Truth. team sucks ass. Right. But my life outside Hell of yeah. the race, like you know what I'm saying? Like it's all good. So like yeah. it's all good. So it's I'm not gonna good. let I'm not gonna let this thing bleed into the wonderful things that are going on in my life with yeah. my children and my go be a significant fan of, go be a fan of my, pro wrestling. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Like, yeah. you know I mean, what I mean? Yeah, Come yeah, on, yeah. man. Find something different. But hey, I want to give right. much respect before Please we go. move on. Yeah. I want to give respect to Pineapple. So hey, Pineapple, Pineapple, Pineapple yeah. in there says, uh, sending all of our love and respect to Nashville. Thank you so, so uh, much, Pineapple. So cool. That Yeah, we, we didn't touch on that that's and awesome, we probably man. won't, but, but, you, uh, but yeah, thank you, Pineapple. $50 donation to the One Nation Foundation. Thank yeah, you. yeah. So, so if you're on, if you're unaware, Nashville, we went through a pretty severe tragedy and stuff mm-hmm. like that, a school shooting and stuff like that. A t- t- terrible situation, but but thank you, Pineapple, Absolutely. for bringing that up. Yeah. Thank you, Pineapple. We appreciate that. And also, um, our hearts go out to uh, the family of mm-hmm. Twyla Weems, yes, uh, oh, who is yeah. Miss Ebony's uh, friend, who was taken uh, sadly uh, at the hands of domestic violence. And uh, I will say this to you, Raider Nation. Um, we do a lot of fundraising around yeah. here, and the fundraising that we do, uh, most of the money that we give goes to the Blitikoff Foundation, which uh, f- fosters a place called Tracy's Place of Hope, which was in memoriam of Fred Blitnikoff's daughter, um, who is also uh, passed way too soon at the hands of domestic violence, and that is a very um, yeah. uh, heartfelt, uh, yep. near and dear, very near, near, near and dear topic for us. Mm. And so we want to want you to know, and Miss Ebony, of course, knows this, yeah. but that's where a lot of your money goes to. It goes to those places that um, provide safe spaces and rehabilitative services for young women uh, that are at risk of domestic violence and substance abuse. So thank you for all your donations. Um, that's the, by far the most important thing absolutely. about the fundraising and know that your money is going to an absolutely great cause and what the Bolitnikovs and, and many others are doing out there. And, and so sorry to hear of that sad news. Um, all right, so let's go. Uh, here we go. So talk about shifting gears. Uh, we're going to go to kill Jadis. Um, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Is that, is, that, is that a sad sack call? Uh, no, it's not a sad sack oh, call, good, but it's good, the good. silliness of a kill Jadis oh, call. Nice. Oh, why, why we, don't we, well, we need that. Why, well, let's go ahead and hit a break, and then we're going to come out of this and listen to Kill Jadis. <laughs> hey, everybody. This is Johnny Spencer from the punk rock band Stringer, <laughs> and you're listening to Raider Fan Radio with Murph and Uncle Mosh. Go Raiders, baby. <laughs> Ah, much much respect. Speaking of significant others. Hey. Vibrator in the chat room. That's my girl, Valerie. Uh, Drops a $20 donation in there. Says, 
I need to add to my Maroon 5 Super Fan Club memorabilia. You guys think my fan cave is something. <laughs> you should see all the oh Adam gosh. Levine art all that's the on the Adam Levine. It's like a yeah. day tour. It's not even like something that's going to happen. In, uh, you got to take some Lord. time. It's like a fan studio over yeah. there at her house. It's yeah. crazy. Uh, all right. So let's. <laughs> <laughs> it's right, a wax next, museum. It's a just wax. like animals. Have you, been, animals. have you been there? It's life size. It's, it's, is it? Yeah, I'm a life-size Adam Levine. It's, it's, yeah, 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 it's like a wax museum. It's like wow. it's like Gatlinburg. Like, <laughs> but nothing but Adam Levine. But nothing. But nothing but Adam Levine. It's, it's perfect. Incredible. I've never Good seen anything Lord. like it Adam in my life. I've never in my life seen anything like it. <laughs> what is that, Madame Tussauds or whatever? <laughs> exactly. Whatever. But it's not. It's Adam Levine. And here, <laughs> keep walking down, and it's, <laughs> it's more Adam, Adam Levine. Levine. And he just has more and more tattoos yeah. as and you're going down the line. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Oh. <laughs> she's a blow-up doll, Adam. Perfect. That's for the... you got to save that for the paying customers. You know, you, you kind of look like Adam Levine there, Murph. <laughs> well, that's what... I mean, he stands in for the, the wax figures. Oh, like, yeah. Stand- <laughs> Do you wear an Adam Levine max mask? <laughs> he has a shirt that's just tattoos, but it looks yeah. like it's his body. It's, it's, what what is mean, it? What, oh wait, what is it? The one of those morph suits or whatever, it is, where it's nothing yeah. but like a color. Yours is just Adam Levine. That's it. Yeah, yeah. It's unreal. Don't judge my life. <laughs> hey, you got to do hey, what you we'll got to do, do, son. Anything for our significance. That's others, right. Like, I mean, oh that. my god. <laughs> Says <laughs> Adam through some nights. <laughs> <laughs> the blow up dolls for you oh or for Vibe? Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh. So sorry. Uh, oh, uh, we've, yep, we. Here, here we go. All right, right turn again. All right, we got two calls to get to. This is gonna be a, we're gonna go post three hours on tonight's show. That's <laughs> fine. Jeez. Uh, All right. So next up, let's good that we all had coffee and, and booze. Um, so, uh, yeah. Next yeah. up, let's go to our buddy Kill Jadis. He calls himself the northernmost Raider fan as he's up there in not only Alaska but northern Alaska, and uh, and he is also refers to himself as the Raiders fan radio heavyweight champion. Him and his uh, good friend. Uh, Raider Macho Man Savage, and so they sent in their call this week. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Kill Jadis, and I'm here at WrestleMania, where the Charger dealer is taking on Macho Man Raider Savage. It's been an uphill battle for the champ right from the get-go as Dr. Patrick's little brother, Jason, suddenly came out of the crowd and started beating Raider Savage. I think bribery was involved, that little slime bag, but just as Jason was about to record a TikTok of him beating up the champ, Swaggy Jeff came out of nowhere and landed a few good ones on Jason and chased him out of the arena. Has that been the secret of how Swaggy lost all that weight? Because he's been chasing Jason <laughs> Mahu gives a crap this entire year. And let's be honest, doesn't Swag look good losing that weight? I think he has. Hell yeah, I wonder he does. if he can now look down and see his actual oh! brothers and sisters. David Savage just put the dealer through his passenger window. Damn! The dealer that was good. Yes, how he I can. feel whenever Josh McDaniels calls a stupid play. <laughs> and the blood's streaming down. Ever since Raider Savage's been able to go one-on-one, he has done considerable damage. Both cars are heavily damaged. Only one way to win. Put your opponent through their own car windshield. Both competitors are bleeding from the head. At one point, Raider Savage got blood in his eyes that he missed the dealer and punched right through one of the Chargers' windows. That's exactly what I felt like doing when the Chiefs decided to play Ring Around the Rosies with us, and it worked. The challenger is landing a few blows on the champion. He's dazed. The dealer goes, runs off the ropes for clothesline, and the champ dunks, snatches, and Jeremy Sir blocks at the Charger dealer to his windshield, but it doesn't break. That's odd. 
Macho Man is puzzled by this. He has a face that I had when the Raiders traded Waller. We can only hope that it works out for the Raiders and for our champion. Raider Savage is on the charger and he picks up the dealer. Looks like he's trying to finish him off. Macho Man is gonna, oh, the dealer just poked him in the eye. He picks up the champ. Jeremy Simmons, no! Oh my God, that was close. Raider Savage just hit his head in the windshield, but it only cracked. The dealer's trying to argue with the ref. No, no, it's not. It's not completely through. Good, the ref is agreeing with me. Too bad the refing during the Super Bowl wasn't very agreeable. Seriously, that was a defensive holding. The dealer's now on the Dodge Raider. Both cars have to be told. If not, they seriously need some work done. Looks like the dealer's gonna go finish him off with a vertical suplex. He lifts up the champ, but he's back in out. You're getting all this, Michelle. Lifts him up the air. It's a delayed vertical suplex. The champ backs up a little bit to the edge of the car and brings it down. Are you kidding me? The windshield still isn't broken? He must have had his windshield reinforced or something. Too bad our defense isn't that reinforced because they're nothing but Swiss cheese out there. I swear, we don't focus on the defense during the draft. <laughs> and Macho Man Raider Savage is furious. He's going to the top rope. The Charger dealer is trying to move, but he can't. Is, is he trying to call timeout? There are no timeouts and ties in a championship match. Macho Man Raider Savage is up to drop the elbow. It hits. The windshield caved in. Macho Man Raider Savage is still your Raiders Fan Radio World Heavyweight Champion. Next up on the Raiders Fan Radio is the main event match between Raider Zeke versus the viewers in a no win staring contest. Why is that the main event? Back to you, Murph. All right. Thank you, Kill Janice. <laughs> nice. There he goes. Kill Janice. And there it is. It's WrestleMania weekend or post WrestleMania right. weekend. Absolutely, so, oh, man. That makes sense. We appreciate you uh, very, very much, Kill Jadis, in uh, retaining your championship there. All right, we got one more to get to. Chevy and- Silver Raider says, I need to eat an edible before the next <laughs> live. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so, next up, let's go down to Houston and check in with our good, but oh, uh, yeah, Raider Zeke with the, with the shout out in there. Uh, Houston Raider Steve down there in uh, Tech. In- we go three-hour show. Houston, Houston Raiders. There Steve, we call him the Historian, and uh, he always uh, uh, brings the great uh, historical takes. God dang, I'm gonna spit all yeah, this out. Does. Let's he get out of here. Play that shit. Bert, Mike. <laughs> Mike Jeff, Nation, big men, big women. Adam Levine. Adam Levine's got me shook. Got you shook. Press the damn button, nerd. Team loses uh, a couple of te- uh, players to free agency. He was one of the linchpins of the uh, defense. So I would say go after the Kentucky quarterback because. Uh, uh, Stroud's going to be gone from Ohio State with the first pick to uh, Carolina. And then the Texans will probably get uh, quarterback young from Alabama. And I think we need a quarterback. And I know we went out and got Hoyer, who was from Ohio State, that played, I believe, for Philadelphia and some other teams. I don't know about him. It seems like we're, we're basically New England West with the receiver that we got Um and also, of course, uh, Jimmy G. Jimmy's short-term. He's not long-term. He's a couple years, maybe two years, two, three, maybe just two. But uh, go quarterback for the first pick. And then go back straight defense. Defensive backs, defensive ends. Obviously, linebacker, too. Linebackers really hurt the most. And you can never have an off- offensive lineman if you can. Stockpile one or two, at least, in every draft. Like defensive linemen. You got great... Off the defensive pressure takes all the pressure off the quarterbacks and the safeties. So, as we know, win and lose games in the trenches. Love you all. You're my family. And let's, we're all chasing the sheets. And go Raiders. Goodbye. All right. There is Houston Raiders, Steve. Love you, Steve. Goodbye. We love you too, baby. And, uh, you know, look, 
Faith family Oakland football, man. That's what it is. You That's know it. what I mean? Like, right. you know, it's yep. what we do, man. This Raider Nation thing is family. And uh, and, we, and we love you, brother. And appreciate the phone call. All right. So uh, we always award a Sizzler Award to the yep. best email or phone caller of the week. And uh, that responsibility turns over to my best friend and yours, Swag Jeff. And Swago, who do we got this week? Absolutely. So uh, so we started with some great emails. Hooligan Nation emailed in talking about uh, Mark Davis kicking a fan out, uh, if that was real or not, all that good stuff. Uh, Susan, with an amazing email, Incredible. says she couldn't can't wait for the draft. Uh, T-Hom, with another amazing email. Email and Paul, I, I highlighted Paul right there because he he had an amazing Josh Jacobs hot take, mm. which I don't know if it's going to happen or not, but you know I love hot takes and all that good stuff. So so much respect. Um, then the voicemails. Uh, Ron is fired up about the draft and he gave respect to swag. So I want to definitely yeah, respect that right there. Uh, Rave Raider uh, appreciates our passion on Raiders fan radio and he said, guys, let's just ride with the Raiders. That's all we can do, man. So kill Jadis, uh, an amazing wrestling match right there. And then Houston Raider Steve calls for uh, Will Levis to the Raiders. So so we'll see what happens there. So uh, so for the Sizzler this week, um, I am going to uh, yeah. Yeah, so I am going to give this Sizzler to someone that can't wait for the draft. It is Susan! Susan! Sizzler. 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 We are Metallica and we are here for your Oakland Raiders! From The Walking Dead to errant Jedi Knights, Raiders fans are a rogues gallery. Paul says, thanks God she edited it. <laughs> yeah, no kidding, right? Oh, ho, he, ha. Garoppolo. Ho, ho, he, ha, ho, ha. Oh, I wasn't expecting that. Garoppolo. Oh, Garoppolo. Hell's gone around here. That's stupid shit. Appreciate everybody that has uh, that has hit the like button uh, on tonight's show. I think we got like seventy three in there, and we got uh, over a hundred folks watching. Yeah. So yeah, so. yeah, much respect to everybody, man. And uh, James Moore Just says, "Hey, press the damn button." Uh, said, "Hey, swag, love the hat. Got mine last week." So yeah, so if you want one of these right now, yeah, uh, check out the Nation, man. So follow them uh, on Twitter, the Na- uh, at the Nation with the I as the one. So nice. one Nation right there. So check them out, man. If you want one of these hats, I. I think the black ones are all sold out, but they got some whites left. So get in the mix, man. You want to get some of that. So speaking of getting the mix, let's go. So we, uh, so so we're giving away this right here. So the 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 raffle is officially closed. So we've got this signed Ray Guy football Hall of Fame inscribed 2014. Uh, get JSA you some of certified. that. JSA certified. JSA certified. Absolutely. So uh, so we've got this right here. So and uh, before we just start, I'm just gonna. Well, you know what? No, I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, we're gonna name off all the people. Uh, so starting in no particular order. Well, it is a particular order. We're gonna go one to sixteen. Sixteen people donated tonight. <laughs> nice, thank you, sixteen yeah, people. Ab- absolutely. Awesome. So, uh, so Jason Hunter, twenty dollar donation. <laughs> Jordan says they got indica incense tonight, <laughs> and we got something. We got something. So, uh, Hooligan Nation, forty dollar donation. Uh, Kill Jadis, one chip gang, ten dollar donation. Uh, Tyrone Graves, ten dollar donation. Ron, a twenty dollar donation. Big Mike Raider, $20 donation. Corey Burham, $10 donation. Ebony Graves, 
$30 donation. Oh, yeah. yeah, Y.O. Raider, $40 donation. Thank you, Y.O. Yeah. yeah, Tyler Smith, $20 donation. Foxy Scorpio, $50 donation. Nice. Uh, Franklin83, $10 donation. Nice. Seamus Harrington, $10 donation. Thank you, Seamus. Yeah. Pineapple, $50 donation. Hey, thank you, Pineapple. Vibrator, $20 yeah. donation. And James Moore, $10 donation. Thank you, James. Tonight, we raised for this Ray Guy football and for the One Nation Foundation, we raised yeah. $360 hey, for the One Nation go. Foundation. Thank you, guys. Thank much, you much so respect. Much. So, uh, so Michelle is going to come in here. She's going to shuffle this thing up. And we are going to pull a winner for the Ray Guy signed football. All right, you got you got one? Oh, you got one now. Yeah. Okay. All right. Keep your fist in the camera there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There we yeah, go. yeah, yeah. Keep it right there. Okay. Okay. And you look at it. Okay. Oh. oh there you go. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, you look at it. Okay. Okay. Now you now you say where it is. All right. Let me do the Yeah, there we go. It is number Nine. 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 Number nine. Wyoming Raider. Wyoming wow. Raider. Hold on, Michelle. We got one more. Yeah, we got yeah, we got one more. Absolutely. Congratulations, so Wyoming, Wyoming Raider. Wyoming Raider, you have won the Ray Guy signed football, and now more importantly, the winner of the <laughs> Maroon <laughs> 5 signed football. God, I hope it's vibrator. I really okay, hope it's right, vibrator. Let's yeah. see. Right, here we go. What we got, Michelle? Number what number? Number eight. Number eight. Number eight. It is Ebony Gray. Hey, if it couldn't go to the vibrator, even better, it goes to Ebony Graves. Oh, let's do, oh, let's do shirt. Yeah, let's do shirt. Okay. All right. So All right. Wyoming Raiders, send me your address at show at RaidersFanRadio.com. Miss yep. Ebony, I've got your address already, so I will get that uh, in, in the mail or in the FedEx or whatever on the way to you soon. Yep. Absolutely. Right, Michelle, so now the winner of a Raiders fan radio t-shirt of your choice. Number. Lucky number. To, well, it's 13. Lucky number 13. It is Seamus Harrington. Seamus. Seamus Harrington with a $10 donation there tonight. I think it was it was uh Seamus' first time in oh, the nice. chat. So uh That's so yeah, awesome, so man. hey, That's so awesome. so email us show at RaidersFanRadio.com. Send us your shirt size and your address, and we will be sending you a Raiders Fan Radio t-shirt. Thank you so much, everyone, for donating. Yeah, 360 bucks tonight. That's, That's awesome, That's freaking man. legit, man. So, so much respect <laughs> to each and every one of you. Murph, what you got tonight, buddy? Man, all I got to say is, Raider Nation, we love you so very, very much. Thank you for everything that you do to support the One Nation Foundation, where we take all of your money and we give it strictly to Raiders-related charities. We're looking forward to presenting a big check the Boletnikov this October. Our goal this year is $15,000 and everything that you did tonight uh, helps us achieve that goal and allows us to present that check on your behalf, the listening audience of Raiders Fan Radio. We love you guys. We thank you so very, very much. We'll see you in two weeks. And uh, until then, Michelle. Yeah, man, thanks for hanging with us. Like, it's a long show. And just thanks to everybody for, like, hanging with us and laughing with us. And, man, keep the hope alive. Let's Come go. on, let's go. We're the Raiders. Come on. Yes. Ab- absolutely, absolutely. And thanks to everyone in the chat. Uh, Vibrator, Tyrone Graves, Wyo Raider, who was just over the moon about his Ray oh, Guy signed football. Awesome. Oh, cool. Yeah, that's yeah. Awesome. Much, much respect. And Ebony Graves and uh, and Seamus, congratulations on winning. Thanks, everyone, for uh, for all the donations. Like mm. I said, $360 awesome. tonight for a spur of the moment. Uh, yeah. 
raffle night, man. Can't thank you enough. That's unbelievable. It's all going to the One Nation Foundation, which in turn goes to the Belitnikov Foundation, along with other Raider-related charities. Uh, thanks to everyone for tuning in. Jack Kenna, Tyrone Graves, Big Mike Raiders in there. Uh, Kill Jadis, James Moore, Tony uh, Shefford, Stacy Ruff, Paul, of course, what? Ebony Graves. Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, CPA Joel. Thanks everyone for tuning in to another episode of Raiders Fan Radio, where we take a lighter side journey into the dark side. Don't forget, boys and girls, what happens in Vegas started in Oakland. We love you guys. Much respect. Good night, YouTube. Goodbye. Goodbye.